now. Awesome. Yep, yep. Sup, everybody? This is Carrick with ACG, and I'm here with Silver, Reg, Abzi, and Andy, best cook ever, who I'm going to explain to him in a little bit about how I made my first successful roast and my also worst meal ever in the same week. It was an amazing week. Glad to have him join us. Glad to see you guys join us. Thanks for watching the bonus episode, if you did, with Johnny, with Jonathan, as I'll call him, because he's not here to defend himself. Little tiny itsy bitsy baby Johnny and Reg. We covered a lot of stuff. You're going to hear a little bit of repeats here because some of the people um, have played the games that we talked about. We're going to cover a lot of stuff. We're going to cover things like uh, more Pico 4 impressions. We're going to cover the Xbox Series S Albatross rumors. The, the idea that the Xbox S is holding back all of humanity, including Elon Musk's <laughs> purchase of Twitter. We're going to cover Gotham. People are getting their hands on it. And as I suspe suspected, there is a bit of a little bit of a shift there on what people are, are reporting. Also, the Call of Duty impressions. Andy's played it. And so I think we'll jump into that first in a second, too. Is, but we'll probably jump into Call of Duty first. But first of all, I want to uh, see what Andy's doing on his channel. You've got your cooking show. Can you tell people the times for all of this and maybe your next guest, if you're allowed to say it? If you're not, that's fine. Absolutely. So thank you for letting me do that, by the way. My cooking show is essentially an interview series. It's hot ones with food, but I don't torture people, at least not too much. The idea is we allow folks to come on, tell their story, talk about their heritage, their background, how they came up. Uh, you need to be on the show one day, sir. You need to come and eat yeah, some food. Yeah, I'll have to jump back in a plane. At some, point <laughs> at some point in time but essentially we just have those folks who make three courses and we just get to enjoy a good meal without all the pressures of a cooking competition it's on on tuesdays on the crown channel twitch.tv slash crown and i'll be putting out videos later in the year once things are a little bit more buttoned up and i can cut it down to something a bit more manageable but that's at four o'clock pacific every tuesday and uh would be happy if you joined us i would uh i would also like and if I'm speaking out of turn, you can you can stop me. But I saw a tweet about some good news about books. Can you talk about that? Or are you? I can lightly keeping... speak on it. Okay. I have two cookbooks launching next year. One is a personal project. One is a I can't believe you guys said yes project. And uh, that's about all I can say about it right now. But those official announcements will occur closer to those launch dates. But yeah, I'm very happy about it. Like it's I try crazy. To... He's got like he's we've got a certified writer on the channel. But actually, I should say those oh, cookbooks true. are all gaming related, and I try mm. to make them as approachable. Like the every man should be able to make these recipes. You shouldn't need to go get forty different uh, ingredients that you can't find at Whole Foods or something to be able to make it. So it's just like, hey, I encourage you to use frozen meatballs. If you don't want to use frozen, here's a recipe. But please, like, turn down the skill level because so many recipe books are so inaccessible. Right. But Andy, right. steal my steal my idea. Here's my idea for your third cookbook. The Dark Souls cookbook, where it requires you to grind and find incredibly unique <laughs> environment or it, like ingredients around the world. So you you give them hard stuff and you're like, you got to grind, make them work, make them go to work and actually spend a lot of money. Be like, you need these special mushrooms that are like $350 and then track them. Get yourself a Fitbit app where they can track themselves collecting all the items. Dude, I'm telling you, man, turn it into turn it into a game. Get some achievements on your channel. 
I would pay Bandai to let me do that book. I'll give you money. Yeah, right. (laughs) right. Let me do this. You should. Um, Let's let's just jump into it. Uh, Yeah, Patreon, all that stuff. I did an AI Ragnarok preview this morning. Um, The preview, the AI stuff is awesome. People seem to really enjoy those, so I did those. Uh, Gotham's uh, video. Thank you to everybody who has commented on it and tweeted on it. But let's talk about Call of Duty because I'm super, I'm super interested in this. But I've seen. So the majority I saw was very high. And then somebody that I sort of don't always agree with like their end result, but I agree with the makeup of a game just post on Twitter, solid rev. Yes. He's I sort saw of too. edgy, you know, so I know some people don't, I like his stuff. He's sort of, Same. I sort of get him and he had some very unique complaints about it. And so let's get without saying those, let's get Andy's impressions, positive, negative, whatever you can say first. I've been playing since the moment I had the availability to play the campaign or the access like most other folks have. To me, first impression, as far as I've gotten, no spoilers, the best Call of Duty campaign in years. That's how I feel. I am playing on a very high-end PC in an ultra-wide. It might be honeymoon period. I am playing with almost no HUD at all times. I'm very immersed. I am all about the Modern Warfare campaign, and I really do enjoy political or military drama. So I might be the audience, but the way they've produced this particular campaign and how they changed from where the original Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare story went and how they're getting into that next piece, I'm in. And I really hope they continue down this path some remixed levels from the original Modern Warfare titles are better than they were before. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the best part of this COD is options. That's all I'm going to say. It's options. Mm. Like, I'm going to enter this particular situation and go about it this way, and I know I could have gone completely differently. Is the story going to change? Is this some kind of, like, weird, different, like, branching pathways? I don't know, but this is the first time where I go, I'm going to go back and do that again. And I haven't said that about COD, I don't think ever. And I've been playing playing since Modern Warfare like most folks. So that's how I feel, gut reaction, about halfway. I'm confident I'm 50% through the campaign so far. It's interesting you say that about the options, because one of the complaints I saw was that it was too on the rails. I don't know how like true that is, but that's one of the one of the complaints I saw. So I, I guess the options thing is is not on the rails. I well, if you're if you've gotten past, I'll say the ghillie suit level right? How you go about that is all you top to bottom. So I'm sitting there kind of like, if you haven't gotten to that level, you haven't really seen it, but I think they've done the work of this is a first person shooter, linear call of duty campaign, fun of you, fun of you. But before we add the new and scary, because some folks are usually conditioned in call Mm -hmm. of duty to just push the objective. Now we're going to open it up a little bit more. Now this one level goes, I could take this any way I want. If this is where COD's going, yeah, you'll probably do a better job because it had it had echoes of Metro Exodus about how to take on. Those oh, that's cool. Right. The only thing short of is I wish Call of Duty campaigns would allow enemies to just be like, nope, I'm not fighting. I give up. I really yeah. I wish more games would just say, hey, 40 of my friends are dead. Maybe we're not going to win this one. <laughs> Ukraine has <laughs> you know? taught us so is the Middle East that people do retreat. And you yes. surrender when <laughs> when your friends are emolated into red mist next to you. It's OK to say, yeah, this is probably not the best idea. Yes. Um, it's man. OK, so th- your response is identical to the other responses I've seen, including some people comparing it to what's that old military shooter silver that you liked so much that Arma? calls into question. Spec Ops the line. Spec Ops the line. Oh, that Spec one. Line, so I've yeah, heard a lot. And I like military. I'm a big military 
like the drama. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's like, we got to figure this out and, you know, let's show this grid system and let's jump into our underwater submersible and go. I love that kind of stuff. Um, what about gun porn, though? Because I'm huge into picking up a gun, shooting five bullets, finding a new gun, grabbing that, shooting five bullets. Um, that's I like it. I don't know why. I just love throwing <laughs> guns and grabbing new ones. Is there a lot of gun drops in this? Is there or or is it more like you have a loadout in, in the single player? I'm going to let you answer first because I, 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 sorry, not me. Uh, am I the only one who's played actually? Sorry. Yes. Only one who's played it. <laughs> yes. Sorry, this I, is I, all I, on you, bro. All this on is, me. Okay. So yeah. I can speak freely. Yeah. So I've noticed that when it comes to the guns, you actually have the option to switch from the jump. However, I don't often want to because I am often SMG user, assault rifle user, and many of the guns are what you would say are like D DMR kind of thing, like or mm, BMR, like, uh, like the AK is there kind of like, mm -hmm. these are a bit janky guns. So you can move on to it. I right. haven't found the new and shiny just yet. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Okay. Like, right. I kind of start off with like, this is a, you know, $20,000 prototype weapon from the U S military. I don't think I want to drop it for the AK. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how like, it usually goes. Yeah. You get like a kitted out M4 and you drop into like Arab territory and it's all like fucking shitty, you know, <laughs> bottom the other grass, hand, there's like a AK reason why that's the number one gun. AK-47, tried and true. AK Dude, it's stamped metal. <laughs> yeah. Like it, You could shoot it underwater and shit. I mean, the yeah, new guns yeah. are crazy. I've seen a lot of YouTube where guys are testing the brand new guns that are r legit yeah. um, in, in their ability to handle it. But yeah, the AK-47, it's just you got to get close to somebody unless you've got yeah. a setup for sniper. Oh, and I'm an Arab, by the way. Oh. I don't know if I yeah. should say that. So I'm that, Arab. So. Yeah, yeah I so could, that nobody I could say shit. <laughs> I could say <laughs> shit, okay? Well, that is really, <laughs> I mean, uh, Russian... Russia and Middle East, that's, you know, AK-47, yeah. when you think about it. I, Africa, um, I believe they're like foul and uh, and the commando, what is that, commando 552. Only know some no, of No, no, Africa is very much AK-47 to is the point AK where, where, where a lot, I mean, there are African flags that have the AK-47. No, oh, sorry, I'm talking about their special units because most of them uh, are using a foul. But, I just remember from Far Cry 2, just a lot of AKs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but those are all, yeah, so, well, then there you go, Africa course one of the biggest lands so obviously they're also AK-47 so it makes sense um Indeed. so what about movement is there a slide there is a long slide a front nose dive and depending on your terrain you can do a shorter or or, or quick slide so you can slide down in into cover immediately so it okay. feels very snappy it, it feels like I am hitting a got a gears of war combat uh, uh, uh movement system right i just have the options and then it stops immediately nice. so essentially it's just like okay i have the ability to get around here i can kind of like get behind cover the and the the uh the soldiers don't seem to always just magically know where i am like they hey, that was going to be my next that's, question that's so feel free to continue guy. talking about yeah, it's that, just that. Like, if i if i go underwater for example he's gone I, he's not there things like that they're not automatically tracing bullets oh, on immediately it's so it's like, all right, cool and I, I said but again they don't just they don't just metal gear out where they're just like, okay, well, I guess he's gone later. No, yeah. he never okay, dropped yeah. from full alert. It's like four of our people are dead. We don't stop until that person's found. Then must have been the people. wind. And you're like, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, must have, yeah. Kind of. So you can go about things kind of stealthily if you want. Or is there like suppressors where you can 
suppressors, throwing knives, and takedowns. I know that if I go back to particular levels and I stealth perfectly, that the mission probably wouldn't have gone the same way. But there's like some particularly, it's a hard situation. I'm like, I don't know how to get around this. And they're going to know if someone's missing if you take too long. So it feels like I can go back and tackle that again and see if I can pull it off without it. However, here's the weirdest thing. You know how in some games where you're clearly supposed to be going down the stealth road and if you don't, auto fail. I've noticed that in the times where I accidentally pulled up, pulled out my sidearm or messed up, the game didn't auto fail. So it was just like, I think I had the option to just go, no, screw this, kill you all. And if I survive, I survive. I need to go back and try it again. So knowing that information, that's where the understanding of this is where the options come from. This is where replayability comes from. If you're interested, whether or not it changes the outcome, I'm not sure if they're, you know, pulling the Black Ops 2 on this one. I doubt it, but we'll have to see what that looks like later. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Wolfenstein reminds me of that, where you can kind of go about things stealthily. Has that like a little bit of an immersive sim element to it, where you can kind of do what you want. That's it. Cool. All sounds really positive. I mean, that's that's pretty much what I heard. A reg, does this interest? Does this make you more interested? Or are you still uh, not? I I've you played, played the most of them. I skipped the last one. Two thousand nineteen, maybe. Or was uh, that Call of Duty right? Cold War? Yeah. No, the Vanguard. 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 Oh, Vanguard. Oh, yeah, that came out. I just oh, wow. Vanguard. <laughs> I forgot about Vanguard. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Vanguard just kind of <laughs> came and went. You that, know? That, that's the one I skipped. <laughs> okay. Okay. What about you, so, yeah, Silver? I, I am oh, interested. Oh, continue, Reg. Yeah. You are interested. Reg, I'm interested. Are you, uh... I'm, just, I'm just waiting for the price to drop a little bit because gotcha. I'm not willing to pay 70 yeah, especially because I know you, you're not jumping into multiplayer. So it's like True. for you, it's yeah. just that. That. Um. What about you, Silver? Getting this? No, um, certainly not anytime soon. I mean, I think a large part of it is like Reg, the price point, because I've always felt that the Call of Duty was ridiculously priced comparatively. Yeah. Like it, it's always one of the highest pricier games in the market. Um, it's always right. been that way. Um, but no, I mean, Call of Duty has never really fundamentally appealed to me all that much. But but I mean, it does start to when when you start get introducing those options and when you start introducing right. like stealth tactical elements um it does start to appeal to me more but mm -hmm. but, I, but it's not there yet for me. especially when you and i come from like arma probably being our favorites you whenever yeah, you jump into Ghost these Recons, other ones yeah Rainbow and whenever Six. you jump into these other ones yeah. it's a little difficult sometimes to jump to a call of duty when you're so accustomed yeah. to you know full troop movements and all this kind of, but this does sound like there's a lot more options um the whole the the one thing that I said about enemies not knowing exactly where you are at all times interested me more. Yeah, because yeah. I hate that. That's like one of my Call biggest of Duty AI days. sucks, right? I mean, is it good past, now? Um, is it better now? And and two, have you found the AI to be? I mean, to be better? what are we talking about here by comparison, right? Like I've seen some pretty <laughs> smart AI, and I haven't had yeah. the ability to test those limitations with this particular system. And if you're if you're a crack shot in Call of Duty, you don't really find just how smart those enemies can be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, like, I do have a question for you. Um, yeah. You're behind a wall, you're throwing grenades and firing. Do they flank you? Oh, absolutely. Um, okay. Actually, this I think this is a spoiler because I think the moment was great. I have the ability on how to breach. you know how in call of duty what they do is there's two guys stacked on the door somebody yeah. puts the c4 on the door and the slow-mo happens mm -hmm. you know that essentially you go hey i have my own c4 i choose when to breach i can put c4 on one door flank around what happens is if i 
like the door to open it, someone starts shooting through it immediately saying someone's there. And then they'll stay trained on that door. So I'll go around and flank them. And then if they notice I'm there, other folks from the other building who heard the blast will come in. Okay. All that happened in one level. But it's your own choice. Like it's not scripted anymore. I failed and tried again, a completely different outcome. That's, that's cool. how I know it was my choice. Nice. So that's why I'm like, I wonder how much more of this is here. And I haven't had the chance to really sink my teeth into it. I'm hoping this isn't one of those one and dones. You know what I mean? But yeah. we'll have to see what it looks like. But and yeah, they, they need like a long campaign. Questions. They need like a long ass campaign with all this, I feel like. One I of those Call of Duty should. That's a lot. That's long for hours. them. Yeah, because there's been times where it's been, you know, crunched down to five. Four hours, five. Four hours, yeah. Mm-hmm. Infinite was one of the longest. And I know. There's only a few of us who like it, but it's one of my, it's one of the longest. And I adored that. I, I mm-hmm. actually think the campaigns are usually f- phenomenal. Like they're like, imagine a call of duty just comes out like a fleshed out fucking 30 hour beast. You know what yeah, I mean? Dude, just like <laughs> it would, it, I don't know if it, if it's the cost or why they don't do that. I would assume they know that most gamers don't play very long on any game. Mm-hmm. I was talking about that with a friend who was playing Gotham. He was like, well, yeah. you know, or, and Valhalla came up where people are like, why did you dislike Valhalla? And I'm like, because dude, I had to play it all. You didn't. You played eight hours and then you just walked away when you were done and you you were tired. And yeah. I played it all. And I'm telling you the the entirety of the game and, and how these things, and that happens with Gotham where there's a lot of good fun to be had. But if you Overstaying continue to play and they're it, welcome. Th- things can, yeah. And um, Call of Duty, maybe they know, maybe also they know the multiplayer, but maybe they know that the average Call of Duty fan isn't going to go for a 30. I would love to say, I don't want to say fuck the Call of Duty fans, but what I mean to say is if you're offering excellence, why couldn't you do DLC for Call of Duty the next year? That's an like single player campaign. DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've never, say, have they done that before? I don't think so. I think all their DLC has been multiplayer. I think so too. I could be wrong and I'm sure somebody will correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> if I may, I look yeah. at these stats before and I remember earlier in my career, it was like probably 2008, 2009. I remember hearing these statistics often. And right now, if you look it up, the amount of folks who actually finished the Call of Duty campaigns based on telemetry data is less than 20% of all players in yeah. the entire franchise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean most players. Mean, but yeah, I, mean, I would, not, I would imagine yeah. most not, players are multiplayer gamers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Silver. And it, it's not just um, this type of game. I mean, if you if you look, that this is one of the reasons why I actually like achievements because they often show you like this percentage of, of <laughs> player base reached this point of the game, yeah. and very often when you reach like the final chapters of a of a given game, super it's rare achievement. To- one yeah, percent, yeah. yeah, down. No, it's down to like twenty or thirty percent. Where, yeah, if, no, it's if, less and if, sometimes. And, I've and seen like zero point. It is less. It, yeah. le- it is less, but like most often, it's like around twenty, twenty percent, maybe. Right. Um, and then if you play it like me on the highest difficulty, then it drops to like zero point six percent of yep. players. Yeah. But it's like uh, it's like on Steam, man. You know the first like participation fucking achievement you get for like finishing the tutorial. For games on Steam, it's like, yo, 60, 70%. I'm like, dude, <laughs> most people who <laughs> buy games this? aren't playing their games. <laughs> Just, it's absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. It, it's very weird that you see a first tutorial is completed achievement 
and it's at 70% and, and yeah. the game's got insanely high scores. And you're like, is this person just holding it? Almost like you hold your favorite food at, at, at dinner time for that last bite. Or just something. buy like, and keep it like Reg. And, yeah. <laughs> or, or like even takedown. He'll be like, oh, I have this game, blah, blah, blah. But I haven't turned it on. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And then he'll bitch about there's nothing to play or whatever. I'm like, you're don't you have that game. <laughs> you you yeah. just told me there was a great game. Um, Well, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to hinge on the idea that hopefully this is the one time. I disagree with so not the one time, but that I disagree on his take or that maybe he was playing it maybe in the old style, which can happen depends on difficulty too. high, low yeah. difficulties obviously are going to adjust completely the way you want to play, but I'm excited. I'm, 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 I can't wait. I got a key. I, I told him I didn't want it cause I wasn't going to review it and they gave me one anyway. Um, which means I got to save some money and buy it. Um, so I'll do that before I play it, but I'll probably play it in two weeks or something. I'm excited to check it out, man. It sounds, it sounds like it's a big improvement. I don't know, especially with battlefield, letting everybody down. Call yeah. of duty has, oh, man, right. Those Call battle, of duty it has, still it's, hurts. it's the time <laughs> call. If call of duty nails it, I have no, I, I know people, I don't know what it is, but there's this idea towards call of duty being like, well, that's always been or, like, that's, that's been there since modern warfare. Yeah. Like, right. But it's there's also very, there's a very distinct sort of elitism within yeah. the gamer community. Towards yeah. Well said. Like, yeah, admittedly, we're elite when it comes to Arma, because I mention all the time or Halo and people be like, <laughs> shut the fuck up about it's not Halo AI. Be like, I mean, yeah, when, but when Rainbow Six <laughs> Vegas was out, I was the Vegas snob. Oh, like, same. Oh, the real shooter. Same, and I remember dude. Modern Warfare was out at the same time. The and I real like, shooter. All about Siege. Yeah, I was old yeah. school with those things. And I'm like, it's all about it. Got to get those folks in. And well, I was all about the terrorist hunt. And, that, and I mean, and I mean, even 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 Vegas was kind of like comparatively arcade to like previous like Raven yes. Shield yeah. before that. Raven yeah. Shield was good. <laughs> I did the old ones like tr something Thunder. I mean, we're talking oh, like Rogue yeah. Spear. I, the old yeah, Rogue Spear. As Rogue well, Spear yeah. was the bomb. Man. Was the Black Hawk oh. Down? Have you guys played that one too? Mm -hmm. Oh. That was, uh, that was Delta Force. That was Delta, Delta Force, Force, yeah. Because yeah. there was Typhoon yeah. Rising as well, which are some of the best shooters ever, but they, they just sort of died. Did you guys see I'm Coming, or I'm Going In is coming back too, which it's is one of my back, favorite right? shooters of all time, and they're, they're fully doing Is that doing like a, a SWAT thing? No, I'm Going In is like Hitman and Ghost Recon Breakpoint or, or Blandlands mixed together. Oof. That sounds and, cool. And it I'm going in was phenomenal at the time. And it, it didn't catch on for whatever reason. But uh they're redo redoing it or remake whatever. It's brand new, as in graphically, it's not a remaster of, of that kind. Um and yeah, I can't wait. So those are your Call of Duty impressions, everybody, for the single player campaign. If you um if you're playing it post tweet whatever when you're when you're watching this also thanks to everybody we we've jumped in just a couple weeks 200 percent listeners on spotify so i definitely appreciate it that means we went from four to eight no that would be four to 16 wouldn't it what's 200 percent of one percent of something is two times something right yeah. or do you mean 200 percent more 200 percent more is what it says oh then that's three times something mm -hmm. yeah three times wow something. Dude, yep. whoever's listening, the, never ask us to do math. The math is not math. At hey, man, I'm an engineer, dog. I'm an engineer. <laughs> well, yeah, Eric came up with yeah. yeah. Trust I'm me. Exactly. As, Matt, as the challenger exploding behind him is playing, trust me, I am an engineer. It's like, eh, the bridge crumbling behind you. <laughs> the, yeah. the Pacific Bridge yeah. here in Washington, the Tacoma Bridge. Thank God that thing was crazy. Um, and a dog what, died on that. What That's difference it. does it make if the decimal is on the second tier or like the third one? Or right? like NASA, where they yeah. forgot 
to translate between <laughs> meters and feet and smash the satellite into the planet. Hey man, mistakes like, happen. Yeah. Engineers aren't perfect, though. Right? Nope, they're not. the t-shirt. I'm buying you the t-shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so Call of Duty impressions. Those are ours. I want to hear from uh, watchers, especially on Twitter. You, if you're a patron, Discord, whatever. I do want to hear about this because if these changes um, solidify Call of Duty as as it's already sounds much better in Battlefield. I, I'm not like that. It's beyond Did that. Battlefield now. even have a campaign like the last one. It had Robot Lady, didn't it? Or was that the one prior? That was oh, Battlefield that's, Five. That's Battlefield. Oh, five. that's the um, one with like the two-hour campaign. Right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was bad. But it, they've just been bad. I just mean if we uh -huh. see Call of Duty doing really good and these these improvements continue to improve for the next one, it's it's very exciting because Cold War was not this last. Was it Cold War? Black yeah, Cold Ops. War completely skipped it. Didn't yeah, even it was it was it was it was hedgy at times. There were really it was uneven. I'll just say that there were times where I was like, "Wow, this has got a cool story." Driving a little RC car with explosives, trying to get it to a plane before the plane takes off. You know, movie shit. These guys can't do anything original, to save their lives, right? That's been in eighty movies by now, yeah. but it was still fun, and uh, there were still some really good parts. But uh, it was no Hitman Three. Like car chase was shooting. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, right? Like all game. I was playing Fallout, or I was playing uh, Far Cry 5 last night, the Montana one, right? Yeah. Right. And yeah, I fun, forgot yeah. the starting. Fucking hate that starting. <laughs> you get in the truck and you have to fight off. And all the hillbillies look the same. And admittedly, I lived in a place you could call hillbilly. None of us look the same. And every <laughs> dude with a mullet, they were all Billy Ray Cyrus rejects in 1980s, a thin Billy Ray Cyrus. Every character looked the same, and you're just firing in that. It was like, it's such a bad starting for a game that turned out to be quite enjoyable if the spawns weren't absolutely insane. So mm -hmm. moving on from there, I do want to talk about Series S rumors. So anybody listening to this and doesn't know what I'm talking about, two artists, and I think that that might be particularly important here, but uh, two artists have stated problems with Series S. The original report, and the person had to delete their Twitter because this is Twitter, you just you post something that somebody doesn't like and the amount of hate is just it's uh, you can't even get any outward momentum anymore on that account and they posted that um they really were not a, this is rocksteady by the way who did this it was a developer for rocksteady so that tells you what game they were working on and they had a big issue uh with the series s saying that it, it really held a lot of stuff back then here recently we had an artist a couple days ago also state that a lot of developers are in meetings uh, trying to get the Series S removed from requirements to be made for at all. So, first of all, I, I want to clear clarify something. They said they were holding all games back. I want to make sure that everybody's clear on something. If it were true that all games were being held back, then PC titles would look amazing. PC-only titles. And oh, they yeah. don't. And they'd so, have RT only games. By now. It would be it would be nuts, and and that's yeah. where the hyperbole comes in. So what we need to talk about is particularly uh, Xbox Series S, Xbox Series X, PlayStation Five. No PS4, no Xbox Original, no Xbox even X. From what I understand, that one's even now becoming a little long in the tooth and pretty hard to develop for. Um, I talked to some devs, and I got some good I got some good feedback. But none of them really agreed with that. What it was, so one of the things was, can you just drop the resolution? If it's if it is CPU bound, uh, dropping or if, if it's CPU bound, that's frame rate usually. If it's GPU, it's resolution. But 
I don't know why Microsoft didn't do that uh, or, or why Gotham Knights, for example, didn't do that to get 60. Um, and I'll never know. We'll never yeah, know ask if, a it'll question. Be, it'll, if it'll be programmed in or not. Go ahead. So I, so, okay. I think for PC, the market share is still mostly, um, 1060 and- 1060s, yeah. right? Yeah, so what's the difference between having a system with lower power than just most people having computers with lower power that, you know, you can set the, 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 the graphic options to like low, medium, high. Is there like a certain thing that makes it so that, oh, we have to release a game since it's going to be on the system. We're going to have to um fuck it up for everything else like it just doesn't make sense to me right well and it doesn't make sense also when you look at what one of the developers that was talking he was like it depends on the game engine and the game too and that's the big thing that comes up because he was like whoa i mean it's not going to matter on detroit become human right that's not Mm -hmm. it's when you're pushing an open world untethered game and one thing about gotham knights people forget is that is one of the very few untethered co-op games in the world there are there are, there are usually MMOs. In fact, you know, right. usually a, a game will be an MMO when it's untethered. Right. So this is an untethered co-op game that allows you to in, in, inject in their story, teleport around the game world. Game world. He was saying the memory allocation for the Series X uh, Series S is tight. The actual usable memory, and and that probably has to do with it. But that's probably separate from you know 60 FPS and all that. I just hate hearing lazy devs because to me. That's like the dev saying, yeah, always, oh, yeah. I can do it, but I'm just not going to. Yeah, it's because not, wouldn't they, in that right. case, when they just do 30 FPS for the Series S and then 60 FPS for yeah. the others? Yeah, right? exactly. so that's why this one in particular speaks to memory. So yeah. the 60 FPS is sort of different. This mm-hmm. this in particular seems like... Like the scope of a game, game. The, the scope design. of this game and the design made it so that... low Because they said it's not as easy as lowering the memory. And I believe them because they would want 60 yeah. Do you think they wouldn't want, of course, look at the reviews. A lot of people said say, the right? game yeah. sucked and you're like, why did it suck? Oh, cause it's 30. It's like, okay, but the game itself, oh, it's 30. And you're like, all right, mm. I get that. <laughs> yeah. But what about the game? Like, oh, it's 30. It, yeah. And you get, yeah. you get chopped up. So the developers were pretty clear about some stuff. It depends on the engine and it depends on the gameplay style, which I think we'd all understand. Um, yeah but it's also hitting some developers harder than others because of their plans. And a lot of people will work around it a lot, won't, but we're also seeing the Xbox Series S do amazing stuff too. There's been a yes. couple times where we've seen games and we're like, that thing's offering 120 FPS. Yeah. So yes. because- I mean, it ran Devil May Cry 5 on yeah. its uh, a, a legendary Dark Knight mode, which mind you, the PC struggles with. My right. old PC mm-hmm. struggled with that mode. Yeah. The Series S did it without a hunch at 1080. I'm not really sure where the arguments are as someone who can't, genuinely speak to it from the perspective of an engineer but i have to admit the argument doesn't really fall upon a great groundwork of defense and in the situation of gotham the weird behaviors of that game's marketing life cycle remember we were Mm -hmm. that game was probably close to a year delayed right like it was i think you and i talked about this a long time ago (laughs) Yeah, it was Twitter. like, okay, well, let's push him back. And then <laughs> yeah. we lost last gen, which was obviously an optimization problem. But yeah. in losing last gen, I think I expected a certain fidelity at current. And now we see this as a, I mean, you were planning on 
if you were planning on cloud, that's probably out now. If you were planning on being able to port, that's probably out now. What was right. your goal with this game? And even now, people in their reviews are saying, I go back to Gotham Knight. By the way, I, went, I played Gotham uh, uh, Gotham Knight last night, and I'm like, so did I. crap, this holds up. Man, yeah. this is great. But it's not a fair comparison. I know it's different asks, but that's where it goes, hey, this is where you left off. This is where people expected. So what did you lose to compensate in that world, okay, we have a, a smaller world that's not as dense, as not as much population in a Gotham that hasn't been conveniently evacuated the way it has it in the Arkham City and Arkham Knight games. But what do we get in return? I can't see that. That's my real part. Let me problem. argue. Let me be the devil's advocate for a second. Mm -hmm. Gotham Knight released like a wet turd on cement. Gotham Knight was one of the worst FPS running games ever. So bad that uh, Steam's initial... Arkham Knight, Steam's initial port. return, basically, program was begun by Batman Arkham wow. Knight. So I had no issues. Well, I did have issues, but I had a powerful PC, powerful CPU, or CPU and GPU, and I was able to somewhat brute force it. But what people are doing is they're comparing Arkham Knight now all and all these updates with and by the way I'm not saying it's still not a legitimate I'm not saying I'm just saying we have to take those in mind. We you do mm. have to take in mind that it had a terrible release. I also saw somebody say, well if Cyberpunk can do it, then Gotham can. And my answer to that is Cyberpunk couldn't even get their quests not to break. So if you want to compare it to a first person shooter with no co-op at all with a ton of bugs versus Gotham, which has almost no bugs. I don't think I experienced untethered a true is a huge bug thing, by the and way. untethered co-op. That, yeah. that comparison doesn't really met out. What does met out is something like Saints Row. And I got to tell you, if I see somebody rate Gotham Knights worse than Saints Row, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. That's because I, what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I saw those reviews and I was like, I am so, I mean, this is not me saying the they're game, wrong. Dude. But that <laughs> is, it's not only that, it's that, it is. It's a lot of stuff. It's Saints <laughs> yeah. Row being rated worse is like not objectively uh, wrong, but it's very yeah. close to being like, of course, different reviewers. That's another sure. thing I should point out. And out of curiosity, can a game ever release for the Series X and not the Series S? No. Or is that Microsoft? Okay, that could stated. never happen. Right? The S is the number one system for Microsoft. True. Okay. Yeah. They sell a ton, probably for cloud. Cloud is uh, is amazing on those and Game systems. Pass, right? Game it's Pass. It's like a yeah. huge Game Pass. So. Yeah, if yeah. you want to play System, Game Pass, yeah. dude, it, it ran Flight Simulator locally and did it well. Yeah, if you can I, get that, Flight Sim, that, yeah. go ahead, Silver. No, just complete agreement because that would like yeah. Flight Simulator would be my go-to for like what the what the Series S is like capable, is capable of. of. Yeah. At least from a purely like yeah, yeah, potential it's a hallmark. Is a good. Yeah. 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 Um, so I would say that, yeah, I got some agreement that uh, it is uh, it is it is much more difficult and especially the memory allocation thing came up a couple times. But it depends on, you know, it depends on a bunch of stuff. It also it, it, I know no one wants to hear this, but we're going to have to bring it up. Um, nobody wants to hear in today's day and age that people aren't equal in their skills. And all I have to say to that is look at John Carmack versus some other programmers John Carm <laughs> right and of course I, I don't think it's fair to say that everybody has the same talent base you may have hired group uh, no, a group that is yeah. their their past oh. game wasn't the same way and their talents don't extend to and devs aren't like a dime well. a dozen especially right now <laughs> and devs aren't a dime a dozen a dozen I mean, yeah. For yeah. for me, the big point of comparison for 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 Gotham is obviously Avengers, especially as someone who played Avengers a lot. And 
And already, like, Gotham seems to have a huge leg up in that it has a matchmaking system that actually seems to work. <laughs> um, and <laughs> levels that are, are, are located. I liked uh, and, Gotham and, City, too. And I mean, you're talking, I'm someone who liked Avengers to, to a point. Like yeah. uh, the combat in Avengers was what kept me playing that game for longer than than I really should have because a lot yeah. of it, the fundamental elements of that game were were. were hey just man, Captain it. America was fun, dude. <laughs> yeah, he was. Awesome. I mean, I, I I think like to me, all the characters were fun to play. But yeah. part of the problem was that the de- the depth of that combat system only really evolved when you got into the very late stages. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. needed to invest a lot of hours into the game to actually get the combat to have that sort of depth that actually you- kept you engaged. Um, and I mean, also, also, it also spoke like the fact that you had flying characters in that game also really, really changed the, the dynamics, which is something that's missing from from Gotham. You get it in Gotham. Um, oh, you do. You okay. Do. Uh, but I will say this: you just hit something, a nail on the head. One big positive that I'm I can't believe I'm saying. Is that it's immediate, right? About Avengers. No. Uh, the, here's a positive about Avengers: it may take a while to get stuff, but you get stuff. The skills in Gotham are shit. They're, they're, oh. they're, never they're ruinous. Anything. You're like plus 15 and you're all, but I'm a superhero. What? And it's so you don't it's get a, extra combos or like one or moves. two have a, have a that, but a great deal are more critical hit or more whatever. And I'm just like, uh, oh no, oh. I was, I wasn't assuming you would have a million moves, but especially when you start and everything's on one button for attacks, it's tap or hold, which right, by the yeah. way, I got to admit worse i hate those fightings i like a button for light a button for heavy yeah um i don't feel that that buttons on a controller ever do that kind of thing incredibly well there's something mushy about them and uh there's terrible even when you unlock the mastery skills in gotham you're just like they're not at all what i hope that's really weird in a superhero game right destroys it yeah it's because like ever since like even ps2 superhero games the best part about it is in the upgrades where you look at all the new combos and oh now you can jump and hit and do this thing and then slide under it was never ever about like plus 20 damage that was never a thing you know playing you know the old spider-man supermans whatever all the old marvel games uh the gauntlet games um, they're all about like unlocking new moves. And by and the way, these guys do. are gadget heads. So the fact that you don't get a ton of you do get some new gadgets, but I mean, yeah, even in Arkham Knight and shit, you get yeah. yeah, you unlock new gadgets and stuff, right? So yeah, yeah that's weird. Um, um, Silver, as somebody who played a lot of Avengers, I did too. Like, got max level on and went max level with the Widow. Played the crap out of it. Wow. If you yeah, I, I it was just that game because <laughs> I had a lot of faith and I was also on the Avengers like crack. I was like, give me more. I want all of them. Mm-hmm. I also have this. Prop- to love really really cool spectacle combat i mean yeah I talk about devil may cry all day right i wondered how you feel felt when you started seeing the combat for gotham early and you weren't seeing those bigger flashier moves from some of the most iconic heroes in the yeah. dc universe like are you gonna still give that game the time of day knowing that the combat isn't as strong or not I mean, I might because I've always sort of enjoyed the combat of of Arkham. Like, just the because the Arkham's combat was never all that was always more of a like rhythm based to me yes. than than anything else. Like rhythm and momentum, where you get into like a groove of mm. of that combo and then like dodging at the right moment and and whatnot. Uh, much like Spider Man as well, which is also sort of founded on that uh, Marvel Spider Man, which is also sort of founded on that system. Uh, so the fundamental com- combat does does intrigue me and does appeal to me. So I was interested in the game from that perspective. Um, 
Less so. I I don't really I don't really have an investment in the DC uh, properties uh, fundamentally. Um, so for me, the appeal to the of that game was always sort of the Arkham Link, more so than than the characters and the and the properties. I only know Robin out of all of them. I don't know any other. Dude, I, I got Batman. <laughs> Red Hood looked like shit in the trailers, but when you play him, yeah, it's better. Well, first of all, they they amped up damn guns. So when you're firing, <laughs> you're just like boom, boom, boom. And originally, when I got it, that was what I, I honestly put him at the wayside because he looked like crap in the trailers. I was like, mm -hmm. uh, just why he's not killing people? It's like Batman hitting you with his car, going like, you didn't die. It's like right, but he's crippled forever. Yeah. What are we doing, sir? These are non-lethal rounds. Yeah, pop, and pop, he gets pop, out there with those non-lethal <laughs> rounds, and I'm like, here we go. And then you start realizing you got the elements you can add on. You can freeze people with your bullets. You can and all of a sudden you're like okay this isn't so bad but they sound good and man i have one battle in particular i remember and this happened with near automata which i'm pretty sure it was andy and i prior to the re release of near automata's review where i had posted a gif on twitter and he's like does it look that good and i think it was in a cave where like do you even remember this at all andy this was not, years not, ago okay because yeah. there was a cave <laughs> okay. battle that was super slick a, a gif i posted and people were like what does it look that good there was a fight with red hood probably above everybody else that i had a fight where i was like oh my god this looks that one fight incredible that and i started to get him and i was like i mm. think i like him because he's got punches with gun of course if you got guns you're like why would I ever punch anybody? But it, it, it doesn't matter. He doesn't even... Yeah, really you can't kill them. anyone, but you can give them irreparable brain damage and, yeah. uh, you know, a broken spine. I wanted right? to ask Reg something. Reg is not a big Avengers fan. I, it doesn't, I, I don't know about if he's ever getting Gotham, but you did play, and I watched you play with Johnny, Ultimate Alliance on the Switch. Did Bro. you... Do you like that kind of... Like, what got... Okay, what got you to play Ultimate Alliance on the Switch versus Avengers or Gotham a bunch? Because one, Johnny wasn't... wanted to play. Well, <laughs> one... Johnny wanted to play is for sure one point, uh, and also that that game just had more positivity around it. Yeah, Ouch. I mean it helps when the matchmaking actually works. Yeah, yeah, that too. Ouch, that's really that's a sign of the times. When the is, positivity I, I and actually, negativity I wanted it. to comment on you because your latest reviews, reviews plural, is. I, I checked to see how broken is this game. And the fact that the bar is now, there's very few bugs now putting you at the seven and it goes up from there is yeah. actually starting to mess with my head a bit. Because I, I if, I, if I had heard everything that was coming from this game and then the bugs, it would have been like, come on, you know? But now it seems like, no, 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 performs pretty well. Hiccups here and there, they'll patch in, things like that. But the fact is, I, you can't deny that that's a real problem these days. Like it yep. is consistent, even in some of the of, of the, you'd say the higher performer titles out there. I'm, yep. I'm just kind of commenting, but I've only had one crash in COD, and that was probably my fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't know what you mean. Even Elden Ring, much. dude. I mean, I mean, you look at, I mean, I just um, I I bought uh, and and I have been playing uh, FIFA 23. You know, mm. probably one of the most popular games one of the Vault. biggest most yeah. popular games in the world and i haven't but i don't play ultimate team at all i only play like the single player like career mode player career stuff um and i haven't played a fifa game in 15 years where there wasn't some aspect of the career mode that was fundamentally broken like uh mm -hmm. there's a there's like a player rating system in the game where you the player you're controlling gets rated for how well they're doing that system very often breaks where all of a sudden you just get like your rating just starts to plummet for no reason 
or any of, of a, another dozen things will happen um, where it seems like, have they even play tested this fundamentally because everyone seems to be experiencing this and it gets reported, but it never gets fixed or addressed or anything. It just sort of persists throughout the entire lifespan of the series. Um, and yet FIFA continues to sell and FIFA because they can. It's just, FIFA. That's the thing. They, they, they just, don't have to, right? Yeah, no, they don't have yeah. to because well, most people will engage with. The but back in the day, I think Pro aspects. Evolution Soccer was like a huge competitor. I don't know how it is right now. Oh, it was. Yeah, mean, even eleven. And, your competitors yeah. matter, but I mean, look at Skyrim. Skyrim, the first patch for every Skyrim game is the unofficial patch because Bethesda yeah. themselves won't fix it when the mod does. And those mod makers, Bethesda could look and go, "This is what they're doing. We'll slightly do it differently so they don't say you use our work." But they don't, and it sells. So I don't know. I like I have no clue. I will say that bugs. Um, it is sad when you see that there's so many bugs. And of course, I always hedge on my fault for bugs or my PC or my you know not a console. If that fucking thing crashes on a console, you, oh, yeah. you will bet you will hear me talk about it. Nothing I, you can like, do at that point. I will point. bring that up in a review. I'll be like, dude, these are all one platform. This is not my PC that's also running, you know, audio recording device. You know, you have no mm -hmm. clue. But yeah, when you look at Gotham and um, again, I'm not defending. I want people to understand. I had somebody who was like, uh, you defended Gotham. And I'm like, if you think defense for Gotham is saying wait for a sale, what kind of world do you live in? That's a really <laughs> weird world. If you say that, mm -hmm. hey, this has got, uh, I actually disliked it. Just because it there were some good things to say as well. A lot of other people's didn't. A lot of other people didn't. And uh, yeah, exactly. It's just because, you know, they're, they didn't, they want somebody to hate it. And it's like, I saw people celebrating it failing. And I was just like, man, we live in a, it's a weird time now. It's a weird time. And I'll continue to tell the, I don't give a shit. Like I'll just, in fact, I sort of, I like to go into YouTube think, comments and be think, like, let's fucking discuss your stupid comment. I but that, it is sad to hear that. I think the ubiquity in bugs in like big launch titles is also just a testament to how complex how complex, complex they are. Uh, games have, have gotten now. Because there are, there are that much more variables introduced that can go wrong. And the more variables you get, the more likely it is the things start to go wrong somewhere. Yeah. I mean, they're complex PCs now, man. I mean, it's, I mean yeah. they were complex before, but it's, it's just, it's nuts now. It's and the games are more. I mean, and all these games people like. I mean, I'm you like, look at a game like Valhalla, right? Just yeah. <laughs> Elden Ring. Elden Ring released a patch that broke it. Yeah. yeah. The release version I had was so much better, so much better performant than when they patched it day one. And I, I that's why I had to change. I I wouldn't change a review. Like if you change a review score, it has to be technical to me. Because if I can't tell you if I like a game, why the fuck am I doing a review? That makes yeah. no sense. So it's like, but if I have to change the score in a game, it's technical. That game legitimately ran worse. And I see a lot of people saying, oh, game of the year and stuff. And I think Elden Ring can. Elden Ring's had more time. If let's say God of War has some issues, then, you know, maybe God of War won't be on that list. But I, I don't I don't think that'll be possible. God of War, think... you know, runs on a PS4 and a PS5. So yeah. once again, it's insane that we have this conversation in the same week, we were talking about Vampire Survivors 1.0 launch, right? Yeah. Probably the least technical, technically complicated game in the last 10 years, I'm going to say, yeah. versus Arkham Gotham Knights, which probably had a minimum, this is me being very cordial, $300 million invested into it. So like, uh, yeah, because I get, I'm, I'm going from licensing to developers to marketing to, to the delay, which was, the I'm delay. sure cost some yeah. serious bucks.
yep, to, uh, to everything, right? Everything involved, not to mention all the other things that'll happen later. And people are putting those games in the same sentences. We're not in the same game anymore, like yeah. at all. I don't think there's ever been a time where the delta between what I'm going to spend money on is so far from what I'm actually going to play for a long time. Yeah. At the top of our conversation, it was you spent $60, $70 on Valhalla and played it for eight hours, which meant you valued that playtime at a certain amount and gave up, right? I mean, that's an insane way to associate your time with dollars in any other medium. But here we are right actually yeah. no it's wrong because you know the the two dollar street hot dog you know what i mean versus my you know our our two hundred dollar steak i gotta admit those conversations are at least worth having right it all depends on what your fill is costco decided they would never raise the price of their hot dogs did you see that big announcement oh yeah they were I like love we're, that and, phone call uh, yeah that was awesome <laughs> it was awesome but anyway um just so people know uh again um it, it depended from what i heard it depended on everything it depended on the game you're working on it depended on if the series s uh, if they were going to try to hit 30 60 all that and and all of the bells and whistles so um we've seen games do great we'll continue to see that we'll also see games fail um but since the ps5 and xbox have some fps drops on plague tale as well as uh gotham they're not perfect either um goth in particular plague tale on the pc reg reg turned his on instantly his gpu fans were like woo. <laughs> and I, I admit, I went from like 95 frames per second to like 62, and that's a dump. And it's a dump that's noticeable because it was running I mean, that's high. That's a normally. third. Yeah. That's yeah, a third. And you can feel it. Even at 60, which I have no issues with. But when you're that variable, I hate variable frame. I'll just admit it. I hate it. I hate it. I'd rather have um, 60. I, I've than never like ever used it in my life. Uh, never used what? Variable frame. You mean you lock it somewhere? I always lock it. Yeah. yeah. Well, some games you, you don't want to lock. Like I believe it was Overwatch. Oh, sorry, I meant variable it. resolution. Sorry. I don't, oh no, yeah, we're no, talking about variable frame rate. Variable yeah. frame rate. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, with with the tearing. Uh, no, no. Even just variable. If you're above sixty and you start. Oh to yeah, see, and it jumps a lot. It, it jumps yeah. a lot. You get more. Yeah. And you Red notice and I, it more. We yeah. covered this last week. Capped, uncapped, locked. What locked really means? We had Fallout Four. What was it, Reg? That was locked at thirty-one frames. Digital Foundry did that no. huge video about. I think it was Fallout Three or Four, wasn't it? Three on backwards, mm. maybe. Oh, no, but it, it was locked it? at thirty-one, which is terrible. Yeah, I know that there was a game, but I didn't know. Like well, you, you want to lock it at your, it you know, at whatever your interval is, and then of course you have VRR for a lot of these. You know, you got your 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 different, um, you know, variable resolutions, variable frame rates, but. Yeah, so long story short, we'll probably continue to see the same stuff. I don't think it's holding anything back if uh, too much. People just have to work around it for a while. We'll have to see. Maybe they'll upgrade the Xbox S to something, you know, I don't or drop the X price. I've wondered if they were going to drop the X price at some point, but Microsoft just laid off a thousand people. So I, I, that's not all that weird. I, I hope that doesn't sound very insensitive th because of COVID's big bloom in people, right? Kind That's of, what I heard, yeah. I, you say that, but I've been in the industry almost 10 years now, and I've seen these layoffs before, and they're not to say that they don't impact people, but it's often part of a process in which they're reshuffling, rescoping, yeah. and then everyone gets in different places. It is not uncommon to see folks move every two to three years. So this was one of the lower layoff periods that I've ever seen a company. And there are several others. If you got, you've seen uh -huh. them yeah. all mm -hmm. and yeah. it's like, okay, this is pretty standard, but to essentially talk about what you were saying when it comes to the price drop, I wouldn't be surprised to see a long period price drop around that holiday season to make sure there's a certain box 
in those yeah. Christmas gifts this year, which would be like, hey, I mean, it's a flex. At the end of the day, people still want PS5s, but they want PS5s for two games. Right. right? Yeah. So it's just like, well, if you can't get one, you're getting the other one. That's yeah. about it. Reg. Um, uh, oh, shoot. We were talking about something. I want to ask you a question. We were talking about layoff. Oh, yeah. Reg does software development. And mm. I worked at a, I didn't do it, but I was a manager of one. And you'll see that big growth when you develop something and then you roll the maintenance. And it's like those, you don't need 50 people. You need five people. Once you're done building the software, once you, I mean, there's all these reasons why these companies are laying off. And then another big one was COVID. I mean, COVID blossomed out a lot of companies, even on, in my sphere, where I was seeing companies explode in people. And then all of a sudden, like Facebook even has done huge cuts. And it's just like some of that could also be related to, you know, people aren't, people aren't home all the time anymore. Now, I think we see it also with games. I've seen it even with our Discord. People used to be in the Discord all the time, but now they're working. <laughs> like they're, now they now they can't, you know, they're working or they're working at an office where they check to make sure they're not on Discord all day. I don't know. But you, you get those weird things that pop up. Um, but anyway, I'll continue to inform watchers what I heard. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a thing that we'll continue to hear about because where there's two, there's usually three or four that are having the same kind of issues. Um, looking at these, you wanted to talk. Well, OK, let's do the Bayonetta thing first and then i want to talk about game of the year so abzi okay so the last thing we talked about was simply the main voice actress wanted four grand she had said for one session they offered her four grand and what she made it sound like it was four grand for the whole voice the work whole for the thing. whole job right which i was like okay really like platinum games and you know japan um japan usually holds voice actors to very high standards like they never change voice actors or they remove them they, if they did cocaine yeah i mean so that four grand right off the bat was like really weirded out and she was just telling people to boycott the game yeah that's what 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 she released um and then and what that, happened after after that um it simmered a little bit and then jennifer hale re revealed that she's now the new voice actress for bayonetta and she didn't directly say that, like, okay, screw her, like what she said was bullshit, but she kind of indirectly said, okay, do not boycott the game. Like, it's Jennifer Hill, dude. If Jennifer Hill's working, she, she's not going to get lowballed, right? It's, yeah. you know what I mean? So she, she's just kind of tempering everyone's expectations, telling them not to believe everything they see. Because right now on the internet, you know, without evidence, she didn't even, she didn't even release any proof or anything. Without evidence, people will jump on a bandwagon and right. start hating on something, canceling something, or boycotting something, right? Uh, so that happened with Jennifer Hill. And then Jason Schreier said that he talked to people in, behind the scenes, and they said that what she said wasn't true, not Jennifer Hill, the other actress. And then after that, the latest thing I saw was that Platinum Games released a statement saying that they stand with Jennifer Hill or they're, you know, kind of backing her, obviously. What bothered me was I don't know the number of voice lines, so it could have been four thousand if you have two voice lines. That's one of the things a, a lot of people want me to like tweet out my hatred for something, and I'll be like, dude, I don't know what's. I, I actually want facts because that tweet that tweet's gonna stay there. Trust me, I found that out with the Assassin's Creed's gonna be Aztec joke tweet. So you you can't tweet randomly and not expect it to stick around. And um, yeah. And I was like, well, we don't know how many voice lines there are. You know, I mean, like you just have no clue how much work is being done. So I waited and yeah, Jason had said he'd talked to people and that it was 4,000 for multiple sessions. And then yes. there was word that 
she had um, wanted some residuals, which is a Tom Cruise started kind of thing for actors mm. where Tom Cruise was very intelligent, by the way. And I certainly have no issues with somebody wanting this. But he was like, instead of paying me a bunch, pay me half. And I want the box office, a little bit of the box office. And in, in a way, that's really intelligent because it invests everybody, not only in your current project, but in PR afterwards. Have you ever seen Morgan Freeman do PR? The dude falls asleep. That's because he's never asking for residuals. He's he doesn't care. The moment the movie's there's videos of him in interviews about the movie he just did, and he's like, because he just doesn't give a shit anymore. So yeah. the idea of investing everybody, I love it. I think that's awesome. Um, but they didn't. <laughs> Platinum didn't. Yeah, I, I think I heard it was a fifteen to twenty hour voice job. Um, and I did hear that it was four thousand per session. I don't know how many number of sessions, but that seems a little bit more believable to me. Um, yeah. When what, Helena put her mess her video out, I wondered if it was in a moment of passion. Right. Because I don't think that someone of her background needed to do something that warranted that much attention. Either she didn't think it would go that far. However, maybe again, I'm just trying to play uh, uh, to the understanding about why a message like that would be stated. However, uh, the director of the game, I think it was the director of Platinum Games. I think kind of escalated that situation because it was, here's how I feel. Here's what happened. There wasn't enough time for clarification. It's the weekend. This person jumps in the Twitter dog pile begins. Now this one's pushed up. Jennifer Hale comments a few days go by. Now the companies are back on Monday. Like what the heck happened? Things are on fire. I just wonder if the message of voice actors should be paid accordingly. Cause I think that was the point was ever actually put upon the pedestal it should have been like the conversation yeah. was yeah. was i paid accurately because i had no context i'm like is four thousand dollars a lot i don't know is four thousand is it supposed to be four thousand dollars an hour hey other voice actors what's normal this is an iconic voice <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, no, I honestly this... i'm pretty sure i saw that so and anybody correct me but i'm pretty sure i saw that union standard was like 410 an hour 410 an hour for union standard that's not everybody only people in that in that guild thingy and they're not all in it but I'm pretty sure I saw that. I could be wrong on that number, but 410 stuck to me. Could have just been, you know, 10 off. Yeah, of it wasn't was like a pot. That's very true, though. It wasn't put on a pedestal. What was put on a pedestal is you should boycott that game. Yeah. That well, was here's it. the problem I have with that is developers who have nothing to do with that worked on it. And, mm -hmm. and whenever I get the boycott something, I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, for example, if one of you guys did something because I would never do anything untoward. But let's say Reg jumped on Twitter. <laughs> was a complete ass and people are like kick him off the podcast Sounds or, like or cancel the podcast <laughs> then you're all in a panic because you're like what we didn't do it you're like what you know and you have to i mean i don't know it sucks it was probably a moment of passion but the I mean, boycott thing was rough going to to like the voice actor thing like that that's been an ongoing industry it, Issue? problem yeah. for for over a decade i mean i don't know do you guys remember um michael i forget his name the guy who who voiced nico bellick uh yes you know, raised a considerable stink with rockstar over the fact that he wasn't that he was like he felt he wasn't compensated um fairly for for doing the extensive work of voicing nico bellick uh, in that game um and then and it sort of cropped up intermittently with voice actors over the years, um, whether or not they feel like they should be like, whether they should get residuals because they feel like, Oh, 
like uh, movie actors get resi- can get residuals. Why can't we get residuals? But of yeah. course, the the um, the response there is often that video games rarely market themselves on the voice actors, where movies often market themselves on the actors. Like Tom Cruise draws in viewers because to watch his movies because he's Tom Cruise. Yes. So he has he has leverage in that negotiation where a voice actor has considerably less leverage to say, oh, I bought this game because Nolan North voices the protagonist. Right. That's not <laughs> that's not probably not going to be um, a common buying motivation when it comes to video games. Um, but of course, there is the the opposite of that is that there are characters who become sort of interwoven yeah. with their voices like Sam Fisher, Hitman. And and Michael Ironside or or Hitman, yeah, um, or or vice or or any other number or like Bayonetta, where you have a particular voice actor who's been voicing that character for some yeah. time, like it like it was with, with when Solid Stick transitioned to become um, Keith for, Keith for Sutherland in the Phantom Pain and suddenly went away from David Hayter, who's who'd been voicing him since uh, Metal Gear Solid, right? Which so they, I don't know whether or not they made that official story canon or if it was just a bit of a cover, but sorry. But Oh, yeah, because of the whole yeah. weird. Yeah. 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 FYI, with... check in here. I've got somebody who's a SAG after a union member, uh, 350 an hour. Typically, they would hire me for a four hour session that because anything less, you're wasting time on optimization. Just look in here. It looks like you can also hire a non-union um, which is about, it, it says it was 202 years ago, but because they're in the union, they don't know what that is now. Um, so I was, so 410 does sound actually about right for right now. Um, because that was, uh, nine months ago when they posted that. So with inflation and stuff, still 350 yeah, to 450. I'm, I'm looking, also. I'm looking at the, the table myself, the price table. I don't know where video games would fall into. But there are depending on usage, it's the the price goes up to like nine hundred bucks for a four hour session. Yeah. Yep. And that's what they say, eight hundred for a four, because they do hire you for yeah. gr- groups. They don't hire you for um for one and hour. In that in. four hour session that includes up you doing up to three voices. Then that number over four thousand for fifteen to twenty hours doesn't even seem that bad, judging yeah, but, by this. Um, but but I mean, I've also heard from voice from some voice actors where they do larger parts and it can take pretty much like sessions can take an entire day, pretty much. And not just well, they should be paid session. for that, of course. Yeah, yeah like I don't think anybody would argue right? that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. If your grouping goes beyond four, you you charge for another four. Like a yes. contractor who's like, if you call me on the weekend, feel free. But you're paying or like a lawyer. I looked at your paperwork. 150 bucks an hour and you're like dude you just looked at it it was in front of you hide it um yeah so so long story short no you know i don't know what's going on certainly no i don't really have a, a vested um whatever in it other than again i don't want to hurt the develop some developer who's you know the artist who's drawn pictures for you know the the cutscenes and bayonetta um but it does suck because i'm absolutely sure that voice actress would have loved to continue and i don't see any reason yeah. why the main developers wouldn't have loved it you want con- continuity yeah so especially I mean, for japanese people they've had the fucking same voice actress for goku well now reg like- has some good info on speaking of and we'll regurgitate a little bit of this from last podcast but reg had some eye-opening stuff about manga artists and how low um Ooh, anime and true. manga artists are paid which was ridiculous because right. they live in japan yeah which is like $8,000 yeah. $8, to wipe your ass. Well, it depends and... very much 
like where every you other live. country yeah, where you live, you live in a country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but you were you you brought up some good points that like yeah, uh, that was just on the spot, like looking it up a little bit because I think Johnny brought it up. But oh, okay. It was well, Johnny's like not around, here, so you get all of the. So it was around thirty thousand a year, I think. That's low. That's ridiculously. I, I think it's even lower in like South Korea. Um, oh well, sure. Which is one of the reasons why a lot of like um, popular like animated shows sort of outsource their animation to studios based in South Korea. How about India? Do we know if they're doing because India, I know for years, you know, especially call center person. Well, I know there's a lot of outsourcing always... of animation stuff also to China, but India, I don't know. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, it sucks for everybody involved. By the way, this rolls right back to Gotham. I'm sure they would have wanted 60. I'm sure these guys would have wanted Bayonetta's voice actor. Like you guys, it's it's so funny because it's so easy to be like, no, it's for sure this. Yeah, but things it's like, happen. Do you yeah. think they don't want that? Like what the fuck? Could yeah, the reason I factors. brought it up is because they do not change voice actors that like easily. No, they no, they keep those motherfuckers. Do you know? know who changed? Was uh, Arkham Origins? Speaking of Gotham, a little bit. Arkham Origins uh, put um, what's his name is uh, they put in. Um, Troy Baker, didn't they? Yeah, yeah so that was actually Joker. a scheduling yeah. conflict for them, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So yeah. they were just like both. I, I think Hamill at the time was already dealing with another project, oh, and then okay. had two other animated pieces, and then of course the Bruce Wayne actor, uh, Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy, who is sorry, Kevin Conroy is Batman. I believe he also. It was just like we can't make this work right now with the turnaround time. Don't forget that game came together pretty damn fast. Dude, so, Origins uh, is sweet. It's my favorite. They should have got Jim Carrey for uh, for <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't want somebody yeah. that overblown in it. No, I, <laughs> I think Baker actually did a really good job. In that game. Yeah. Dude, yeah, you know, yes, I always tease and joke. You know, even the AI said that, like, um, or was it the AI for? Oh, it was The Last of Us, where it said that. Troy or uh, it said. Oh yeah, it said Joel. It said Joel played Joel as Troy, Troy Baker. Baker yeah. Troy Baker's known so <laughs> much now that him. even the yeah. AI got fucked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, these guys and these guys are great. I want voice actors to get paid as as much. I, well, I want everybody to get paid as much as they possibly can. So hopefully it all gets worked out. And uh, bad um, press aside, whatever. I also hope once all this is whatever that she continues to get jobs too, because as her voice, she's obviously a good voice actress too. So if she's not doing Bayonetta, um, I call them the voice mafia, but I'm really tired of hearing the same seven voice actors. I, I just am. I have nothing yeah, against them. The like when, I've had people leave me and be like, you know what? I'm tired of hearing your voice. And I'm like, dude, so am I. <laughs> like my own family doesn't want to hear my voice. They'll be like, I feel so sorry, but I don't want your stuff as much. And I'll be like, dude, I don't mean, feel you... sorry. That happens. So let's get some new voice acting talent in. Let's Especially get because you people. have you have some that get Anthony so and Gruber. tied Sorry. to particular characters like Nolan North and, uh, yeah. and Nathan Drake or yeah. Laura like Bailey. For, for me, is in like every, for you, she's everybody. I mean, you may, you mentioned Jennifer Hale, and I've never been able to sort of disconnect Jennifer Hale from Naomi Hunter in Metal Gear Solid. Um, oh, true. Like, yeah. Wow, I forgot she, that was she her. Always, she that. always, she always uses the same voice. Like for me, like, oh, dude, it's, it's always her. that voice. Right. It's her. Yeah, Shepard. It's always it's that. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I it's agree. always the, like <laughs> the, the the same vocal range uh, yeah. throughout. So it's it's hard to sort of dis distinguish them. Because you know why I don't. Oh, oh sorry. Oh. I, I, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to mention that there's some folks in Hollywood who've dabbled in voice acting mm -hmm. and have never come back, and it breaks my heart. 
Because yeah. I'm not, because there's some folks who did a stellar job and you just don't know why. Um, personal favorite I'll mention, Michael Wincott. Any, anybody familiar? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely right? love him. Yeah. Death, Darksiders. Lost. I can't hear anybody else. Right? Gone. Oh, yeah. It Death from Darksiders. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, I will give you, because in my opinion, when you look at that voice, I'm like, he is distinct. You know who that yeah. is. And then nothing else ever again. And it kind of breaks my heart. So I, I would hope that better vo- actors or pe- people with a, a strong enough background dabble in this world i think it's worth i hope christopher judge keeps keeps going i love that guy dude he loves yeah. video oh, no. games though i think Wincott yeah. might be up so that so that people know if you if you follow movies is obviously he was in the crow too as the bad guy call call i'm fucking dead he's the, the dude's <laughs> just amazing he doesn't need to act though that's his voice. And Sam Fisher's the same way. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mike Ironside. If you want a more recent example, he was in Nope with Jordan Peele, and he is the mm. photographer in that film. If you want to know what his voice is like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I, 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 my favorite is Lost Planet 3, Bill Williamson, who I still talk to. He's done one game. And I thought Lost Planet, I thought he did. I liked Lost Planet 3 a ton, and I loved his voice. I thought it was, it was, and I still talk to him occasionally on Twitter, and they never hired him back. Anthony Ingruber has a a very difficult time if it's not Lego. And that dude's Joker is better than most people's Joker. Like, I still think because of the Telltale game that he's Joker to me. Like, I like him better. Sorry, Mark. I thought Mark Hamill at times is just too over the top. And I actually thought Anthony Ingruber was, I I was like, Harrison Ford Jr. Harrison Ford (laughs) Jr. He played Harrison Ford's kid because he is, he looks like Harrison Ford's kid. It's a great impression too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no. but there, you know, and we need to see more. And hopefully we will as games continue. appreciation for a lot of, like, the the old dogs that have just mostly sort of voiced side, side characters over the years in, like, both animated shows and, and video games. People like Jim Cummings, um, particularly, uh, sort of raspy voice, where as soon as you hear his voice, you'll you'll, you'll recognize it because it, it, it's been pretty much everywhere. Um yeah, like Frank Welker, obviously legend of the industry, uh, does like made his made his name sort of just doing animal sounds uh, in both movies, animations, and uh, and video games. Um, able to pretty much do any animal on the spot, which is pretty amazing. Um, yeah, uh, I Big think fucking... there are a lot of people who, who <laughs> sort of t- stand to take center stage. I mean, Joey Diaz did a part in Mafia 3. Yeah, and Joey Diaz it. did. Yeah, well, and remember, it. I mean, guys, I think we can all agree one of the biggest pushers, if not the largest pusher of movie stars in video games is is Grand Theft Auto. I oh, mean, yeah. Grand Theft Auto oh, is, oh, yeah. especially when you look at Vice City, Vice mm-hmm. City was unbelievable. I mean, Vice City was like, it was almost like actors realized games were a thing. And everybody dude, sleeping it. dogs, dude, yeah. fucking dogs, sleeping, sleeping dogs, dogs was legit. fucking shit. So was, many actors on that. I was, was like, what it, the Emmy, fuck? Uh, why wasn't Stone? Emma Stone. Was Emma Stone in it. was like, in you're it. Just like Emma Stone of, to me is all, is like not into that. Like I don't know why, yeah, but Tom I remember Wilkinson her season games villain. one time. Like, but yeah. she did it. Yeah, yeah. So these these people. I don't know. That came out of the left field, dude. That was so weird. Just sleeping dogs coming out of nowhere. Uh, all those actors, I do uh, want to move I mean, on though, so that we don't go to. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Well, this is the last, the last act- voice actress I'll say that folks like talk about pushing it forward. Deborah Wilson. 
Like mm-hmm. you've been hearing and seeing Deborah Wilson more and more and more, and she's doing mocap as well. Mm-hmm. If you want to see like someone who goes, I'm going to take it over the top Wolfenstein character, if you remember. Uh, on top of that, I think did a recent title. It's with um, Red. Oh, yeah, she was so good in Wolfenstein, dude. Well, she, she was, was good in really Wolfenstein, good. but she's yeah. with the new Bethesda title, the multiplayer vampire shooter. What the heck is it called? Redfall. Redfall, yes, Redfall. I believe I believe she's a character in Redfall as well. And I'm like, yeah, there's she's a so lot of strong good, folks out there. It just goes back to the original point of I want more folks out there. I'm sick of hearing the same voices, and I'm like, yeah, I'm with you. Here's yeah. some new yeah. folks, right? Yeah. Um, I want to move on. Speaking of like iconic voices, because I actually want to ask you guys something on this. So Resident Evil's event started or sh- showed yesterday or the day before. Um, <laughs> Resident Evil Four, that remake looks legit and they mm. they said it's about the exact same length as the original but they are changing stuff up right and i was a little confused yep. on that so what is resident evil 4 this new one is it a totally new game no it's a remake with some modernizations and some story changes from what i understand too yeah. right okay so it's sort of like a reimagination as we joked about before okay so it's like a mix that thing looks phenomenal as now long as it's sh- longer than the third one right then i'm i'm, I'm happy yeah. <laughs> they're regrounding some areas of re4 they <laughs> the third one was already short yeah, oh is that okay <laughs> the third one they- pisses me off because they tried to sell <laughs> me on that in the pr period Oh yeah, and uh, we had a back and forth. They were like, "Yeah," and when you play it, it's sort of short, but you can do this and go on, blah blah blah. And I, I, I can pick that shit out in a PR email right away. I'm like, no one tells me, it's just not normal to see that in a P. And I'm like, oh no. And then I played it, and I was like, oh my god. Was what that is- a sixty dollar game? Was it? <laughs> yeah, but it was you replayability. Remember, they were like, you can be the soldier, uh... whatever his name is, Salt Rat or whatever. I can't remember, but Carlos. they were like, okay, I was way off. It was Carlos. Okay. Like, wow. Not even in the ballpark. Not even the same letter. Backwards. There was one know? A. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Sorak. it was backwards. See. Um, anyway. Sorak. So, yeah, are yeah. you guys interested? What do you think about Resident Evil? Um, I am interested because I've never played the first one. I never played the original. You never played the original. And it was okay. So my my favorite Resident Evil is still the first one, but a lot of people's favorite is the fourth. Um, and I've just never played it. So, you know, it'll be nice to get into it. Reg, uh, I I am actually I did uh, enjoy some of those uh, games that I tried, uh, the newer ones at least. And I like two the remake yeah. of two, right? That was yeah. a really yeah. good one. And you liked, or I'm sorry, Reg, I'm sorry. I gotta ask one more time. Village, yeah, you I did like that one. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah you? Okay. you didn't complete seven. That was the one True. that you had yep. said, which is which is shocking to me and. Just well, I mainly didn't complete it be. because I had tried to do it with VR and that was too much for me. Yeah, oh, scary. yeah. And I just I did didn't it. continue without VR. What yeah. excites you about 4, Reg? Have you seen this thing? Are you, do you I, just... I have, I've watched the event, yeah. I mean, it, it just it just looks good. And like it's interesting to see what they I mean, do. Yeah, really you, can, you, can, you can move and shoot now, right? So Exactly. I, mean, <laughs> I, have not, I have not played the original, so I don't have really anything to compare it against. Dude, fucking uh, old yeah. school res, man. Was like, yeah. God damn, you're the master of unlocking. It's like, I don't give a shit about unlocking doors. I just want to be able to move. God, I remember RE5, like a thousand fucking African zombies running oh. at me, and I can't. I got to stand and weird. aim and shoot. And Dude, I can't five, was, five was all kinds of uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> for various reasons five is just a yeah. little weird to me uh, yeah. uh andy or silver uh four interest no interest silver please yeah i mean i uh, 
uh, Resident the remakes of two and three I enjoyed. I mm -hmm. thought they were good. Um, I don't have a like fundamental interest in a remake. I would say for for four. Um, Fair. But but like two and three, those remakes were good. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with the remake of four, particularly like the escort quest component, which sort of became infamous of having to like escort the the president's daughter and prevent her from getting <laughs> getting snatched by by the cultists. Um, Leon! <clears throat> yeah, Leon, <laughs> Leon. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, God, also, uh, sort of the. Um, It'll, it'll also be interesting, like the Leon's fight, quick time fight with like the the knife wielding uh, grunt Bowser. or Kruger or Krager or Kramer or whatever. Oh, I saw playthrough. Oh, that's of Krauser. Yeah, Krauser. Krauser. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Are they gonna handle that boss fight? That'll be interesting. Um, <laughs> and and if they trans properly translate uh, the mercenaries mode, because the mercenaries mode in in four was what honestly one of the most enjoyable aspects of that game to me. Is that a multiplayer like PvP thing? No, not multiplayer. It was just single player. You basically ran through um, on time and had to yeah, achieve a high score. Stuff. Oh, okay. Kill. Yeah. Where um, arcadey shit. Where like in four, they had Hunk as like a playable character, and he had a special move where if you stunned an enemy, you could snap their neck and kill them immediately. Even like stronger enemies, like the chainsaw wielding big guys, if you shot them in the head. So that they staggered, you could run up and just snap their neck, and they would just be dead. <laughs> good, you good would get like a massive um, time time bonus from that. So yep. you could just keep perpetuating time with Hunk, just going into constant infinite or nearly infinite neck breaker animations. It was just like a neck breaker ballet that just sort of <laughs> kept kept uh, boosting good. up your time. That, in really, really fun. that instantly <laughs> intrigued me. Put huh. that on the box. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Andy? What do you think of the Resident Evil stuff? I'm in day one. I'm currently replaying Resident Evil 4 in VR, which is exhausting. Like yeah. it, It's a workout. But I think what I like about it most is they're changing enough to not paint themselves into the narrative corner that they did. Mm -hmm. And they might be able to continue. Because what I like about Village is it's this offset that lets you know things were happening other than Umbrella doing bad yeah. things. And it makes you go, okay, we have other directions. But it kind of gives you a, we don't need to ever remaster this again. And I like it. So I'm in. It looks impressive as heck. I am just hoping, hoping that the... Uh, there, there, there was some controversy about certain voice lines and certain things that some of those weird aspects of the internet were complaining about, i.e. Ashley's skirt, some lines that Louise said, uh, yada, yada. It's just like, re I can't believe this is going to be your focus versus the absolute gorgeousness of these games. Right. I'm just hoping that the community doesn't do all that weird crap that they always do. Um, I'll tell you what makes me cry, serious Omega Tears. <laughs> Omega tears. Omega, Omega tears. tears. Animation, oh God. shoulder shaking, single giant tear is that Code Veronica continues to be the origins mm. of the Batman, you know, the Batman origins of the, of the Resident Evil series. It's never getting its love. Code Veronica is so good that it dwarfs my mind. Anybody likes any other Resident Evil because they suck compared to Code Veronica. And I don't think we'll ever, 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 ever get any other work on that. And I, it sucks. Why man. do you think that is? Is it? Did it it just is have like legitimately a like origins. Or? They pretend that does not exist, man. Why? I That's don't so know. Weird. Okay. I don't look at what happens with origins. They will do game of the year versions and shit, and they will talk about a trilogy. And you're like, 
or, or not a trilogy. Sorry. They'll talk about re-upping the new ones and they will never mention origins ever. It's would you take a back compat? Cause I just realized you can't get it right now. I, I, I can't play it if I try. Yeah, I can't. I, I tried looking. I would take a back cause... compat, but code Veronica code Veronica was a step ahead. Cause it had the first ever flip around quick button, which resonated and, yeah. and you could move and shoot. So it had jumped up the mobility, not to the point of the new ones, but very, it certainly made everybody in Resident Evil go, okay, we got to make sure that these are in the new ones. And so it had building blocks. No one else did. And, um, and, and it pushed them forward and it's got a tremendous store. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to be, it'll never, I don't know what it is. It's obviously. Maybe it's because it's what sort of like Veronica was sort of the game where they really went sort of off the rails. They did. It's like, Village because you have that, you have that, you have that final confrontation between um, Redfield yep. and Albert Wesker, which is basically a superhero fight. Yeah. Where Wesker all of a sudden is like, <laughs> he can <laughs> practically fly, has super strength and, and whatever. Uh, and, and it turns into this really, really weird fight that doesn't seem to be in, that seems to come from an entirely different game or or franchise, but there's suddenly in Resident Evil. But then remake it if you're remaking four, remake it and, yeah. and fix that. You know, how's the know. story even structured in Resident Evil? Like, do you have to go in order? No, but, or? I mean, also they like uh, they, they, they continued that outrageousness with, with five <laughs> and six and stuff. So they did. Um, like, how do you get all the lore in that? I could hear you, Andy. I could hear franchise. you trying to say something. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Well, no, I'm actually just trying to fix my own game. It, it just keeps doing this weird thing. Sorry, you're good. Uh, I actually was just groaning over the storyline of Resident Evil. Mm -hmm. uh, there is an encyclopedia that actually gives you a top to bottom <laughs> that you could read as an orator uh, talking about how it starts from the early 19th century all the way down to the events of Resident yeah. Evil Village, and it gets wild. You could probably start an entire podcast on just Resident Evil if you want to know Jesus. how ridiculous the lore gets. And I'm a, I'm a Metal Gear fan. Oh God! Yeah, exactly. Oh so my! That's a comparison. That's worse right than there. Kingdom Hearts, dude. <laughs> oh, dude! Kingdom Hearts, thirty-three and a third. Your brother's yeah. best dude, friend. I got pendant. super like, into the lore of Kingdom Hearts at one point. How? I'm a, not I mean, because so, I played one. I played like one up to two. Okay, and then like one after two, and I couldn't move. So it just kept on going, getting crazier. One was like fine; it was okay. Yeah. Then the chain of memories came out, and it just blew everything out of the fucking water. Mickey Mouse was traveling through dimensions and shit. Yeah. Fucking uh, some dude was actually the other dude's soul, but like disguises the other dude's assistant's soul. That actually was the heartless guy version of the the one dude that created all the souls. Dude, it just like you know. Do you what I mean? feel and, that that was the guy's first DMT trip? Right before Probably. he made that game, that would, he was like, "Motherfucker, I more see than space elves." He was on ayahuasca, that dude. He was, yeah. he was like in a fucking shaman, like <laughs> a tent, know. coming up with ideas of Mario travel or uh, of, uh, Mickey Mouse traveling through space dimensions. Yeah, he was um, talking to Joe I was going to ask you guys yeah. about um, Resident Evil. I don't hear a lot of complaints. They exist. I have seen them. I just don't hear a ton about the voice actors in Resident Evil. Is that because they are always the same, or do they switch a lot? Is is they uh, switch. So it's what's his here. name? Superhero. You were just talking about um, Chris Redfield. Is that guy always or Chris Redfield or, or no, no. Hmm. Why do you Chris think Chris Redfield has changed? Because depending on where you are in the timeline, you're talking about a 15 year gap and their voices changed over time. Right. So Leon Kennedy is still Leon Kennedy. 
but oh, okay. Chris Redfield is not. But then, like, Ashley Johnson is a different character. True. Uh, Claire yeah. Redfield was a different character. But okay. Albert Wesker was just, like, absolutely still Albert Wesker. So it, it's certain folks just would not change. But I, dep- I think it depends on their lore, which they have spoken about. But so far, unless there's some type of conflict, I haven't seen too much of a change. If I'm not mistaken, Ada Wong is, the, in, the, in this latest one, is definitely not Ada. Because I know that voice anywhere. That's not her. So okay. it all depends on what they're doing. Okay. I mean, they also changed quite a bit from like the original, like Resident Evil One and Two. Um, like for for the better, you would you would say, given some of the performances there. Though I suspect oh, that might that might have been uh, down to like the direction as well, uh, or if not more so uh, than than any flaws with with the actors themselves. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I just don't hear it as much. And for a series that goes on that long, I don't hear a lot of like Metal Gear when you guys said. Um, what's his name um be switched out um keith or sutherland you know we heard about yeah, that. david hater yeah we we hear about that but i'm just wondering why what their japanese heard. counterparts do they ever get changed do they remain the same oh that's a good you mean biohazard like the original yeah. Re- resi i don't know if those change that's a good point forget their japanese but yeah. how about their french counterparts have you guys ever played a game that you found the voice actress be boring in french I've never played any no, game in French. It's impossible to be boring. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy, but if you go, oh man, this is kind of boring dialogue, switch, switch it to, to French, French or German and just go, oh, God. whoa. German, German, that'd be interesting. German is hilarious. That would be interesting. Oh, Sorry, Reg, but that would be interesting. Right now, anything man, in German just, okay. because the voice actors always suck. Oh, do they? <laughs> do they? But to yeah, my ear, awesome. they probably rock. You're saying that they suck on tone, like inflection? Oh, they're terrible. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, funny. It, 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 you'll find a similar issue with, with French dubbing, at, at least in terms of like the, the popular mainstream dubbing. So my question, since this, and this is complete facts backed up by science that I've found on the internet, uh-huh. French people either sound like they're <laughs> making love or interrogating you and mad that you exist. So the yes. idea of listening to a well, French translation seems awesome. So. You know? That is backed by science, like, actually. I don't know if you're, what'd you say? That is backed by by science. That's backed I, by factual science. Yeah. No, but yeah. it is funny because uh, one of my one of my exes <laughs> married a, a French guy, and mm. he came over and he started speaking French to her, and I immediately got really aggressive because I thought he was talking bad about me because he was talking to her, and I was like, "Motherfucker, right. want to roll?" And she's like, "Dude, he just said your food was good." And I was like, whenever, I whenever I go to France, or I'm like, "Why the fuck does everybody hate me?" Inflection like, is just different, you know. And you, it, it, I, I hear it in German. In German, I'm just always assuming that they're evil. It's almost like in Star Wars, where the English guy is always the bad true. guy, right? You know, the English guy is always the bad guy in in the Star Wars movies, and you're just like, you know, I think preparing breakfast, and you start to feel like something sinister is going. Yeah, on. exactly. He's, yeah. he's for sure poisoning my bagel. What were you saying, Abzi? Uh, Plague Tale's English voice actors are the French people, right? And they're they so also, good. They're really good. Do they also voice the French they d- version? I I believe so because I watched their behind the scenes audio stuff, and I'm pretty sure that the same people are i could be wrong on that though because i thought i looked it up and found a different girl for amicia i don't know all yeah no they are the same they are the same that's crazy yeah, yeah. she's dude de- man plague tales yeah, i was gonna say speaking of plague tale that sounds like a must play or yeah oh yeah, yeah. So, oh, at like, least the first one i'm gonna play the second oh, one no but... requiem is requiem yeah it's good yeah <laughs> dude they're yeah, fucking... yeah. those games i, oh. I want to replay the first one and then the second one right after and yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's, 
uh, yeah, I don't want to get into it's there, dude. Those games are the ones where, and maybe it's because of accents where that also helps. It does help a little bit sometimes. Right. See, seem a little bit more authentic, highfalutin, or authentic, or whatever. It adds some flavor. Yeah, and uh, Amicia, I could listen to her, and uh, dude, it, it, it's, there's an ASMR component. I'm not into ASMR. But they whisper through the entire game. That's why I joke and call them the whisper twins. Yeah, and I mean yeah. the entire game. And Amicia talks way more than Sam does or Deacon does in the Days Gone. She makes Days Gone Deacon sound like he's a mute. She talks 24-7 in this new one. Come here. She's just like, me. should I go around the corner? She's by herself, yeah. dude. She's like, should I go around the corner? Should I jump <laughs> over the thing? And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I'm not, like I said, I'm not ASMR, but I love the her, her voice inhabits that one spot that i find feminine they did that in chorus you. did you play the game chorus the oh flights? yeah yeah they did that in chorus they did that i, in chorus. I liked it in chorus i'm gonna like it in play tale i can't effing did you play the first one andy you wait wait he said something finish that andy i cannot stand that in horizon zero dawn Aloy oh. constantly talking to herself. All I wanted, and it is not, I don't like, it, it's not Aloy's dialogue. That's not a problem. Aloy. It is stop talking. Let me figure it out for myself. Like I uh, actually turned off all voice dialogue right. for right. the game just to be fully immersed. It was driving me insane. Because it's like, oh, I better solving... switch weapons. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Maybe Brad, I should you know exactly them. what I mean. Like every five minutes you're telling me what to do. And yeah. I'm like, let me be immersed. Like there was a puzzle that I ended up trying out. No, no HUD, no voice, no nothing. I guys got to figure it out. Went through it kind of had the aha moment tried this out it was like wow that was really great that was a great puzzle went back and watched it on youtube about how the person did it essentially like hey how'd you do it she speaks through the whole thing spoiled and she would have spoiled every little moment of nuance of me figuring things out if she had kept talking and i just felt like what you're talking about and being able to have that internal dialogue of like kind of having your own journey of like mentioning things that's one thing versus just stop yeah, giving yeah. the game away narrating Sorry. the game basically yeah, right, I, I had to let that out because that was actually the. I stopped playing Horizon because of that. Like I, I was three hours in, and I'm like, I won't. the first one or the second one? Because in the, the first one, I didn't, one. Oh, okay. Dude, I didn't notice that, that much. In the first one. That game is so good. Yeah, sorry, I, I, I stop talking, Aloy. You can't turn her <laughs> voice off. You cannot turn her voice off. You have to turn off all dialogue. You have to turn off all dialogue to do so. And I'm like, you're actually ruining the game for me because. Again, if you take away that combat, that exploration, all those other pieces, you're taking away me figuring it out, and that's ruining the game for me. And you know I know I'm being weird about it. I, I've no. played so many other games. I think, it's I, I think, I think, I think you're it's talking weird. about direct comments versus, like, tangential. If she said yeah, yeah. tangential shit, like, instead of saying I should switch weapons, you could even say something like, this looks like a different creature. That's it. And you, that or this like, doesn't seem oh, like the no, right weapon. Very direct no, I'm saying she, uh, right, yeah. Rich. We, yeah, we're saying that yeah. he might like it if they were if, if it yeah. was tangential. It was like two steps. It's almost like the writer needs to say, "Let's take this two steps, two Kevin Bacon steps to the right," <laughs> and so that if you think you know, you get a hint of what it is. You don't want somebody ruining something unless it's that fucking Hellblade one puzzle. Where you have to aim perfectly in it that Reg supposedly got through magically, <laughs> which I think is lying to Dude, me. Dude, that was so trivial. It was not. It was not. It was not. I can't. It was not. not. I know. I know what puzzle. I went and I there. I looked through it, that. made things, and that was it. Dude, oh, I, I even know what you're talking about. So many about. hours trying to get perfectly Shine lined that up. Light? It's like you got to be on a pet. Yes. Fuck that puzzle, man. I was yeah. so mad because I'm reviewing it. I and think then that's what made me drop it. You're just like. <laughs> 
got it. It's like I'm now, just spinning points. Tarek, in this imagine moment. having to do that twice because your save got corrupted. Yeah. Yes, because I swear to God, <laughs> yeah. Silver, it's slightly dynamic on where you stand. And it's not the same. It, it's like if you reload a save, I swear to God, it's slightly different. It doesn't matter. It's just a, it's a small quibble for an amazing game and an amazing voice actress who is their receptionist or was, which oh, is really? also cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she was uh, really cool. their receptionist. They didn't have a voice actress, and they were like, "Let's do it." And now she's the everything. She's like there. She's the main voice actress. Yeah, is that cool. cool? That's that's that's, really cool. that's like yeah. your movie level. Is she still a receptionist while she does voice acting? I believe they said she's done to like she was receptionist slash assistant. I'm pretty sure she's everything. She's like her own thing now. Okay. She's, and I would love and to see her. And they a really good receptionist then. <laughs> the really yeah. good voice. Oh, dude, right. Yeah. You know, can I help you? I loved her yeah. voice. It was so good in, in Hellblade. That was a great audio game. You know, perfect yeah. audio. with. But the even like Plague Tale had a, a lot of good detail, a lot of good attention to detail. Yeah. yeah especially is... when it came to how like they interacted. You know what I mean? It wasn't very like on the nose, like what Andy was saying about Horizon. It was just like very, it worked I would say really this well. one is a tiny bit more on the nose just because okay. she says so much. <laughs> like i mean andy don't get it dude don't buy it no it's not that she's pointing <laughs> stuff out it's just sometimes she's even asking should i go around or i got to get around or blah 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 and you're mm. like i know i got to get around this and it's probably because they don't want you to feel lonely which i get have you ever played a solo like a spider-man without a city so your your fantasy ones or whatever and there are times of loneliness a little bit where you're like dude there's and I like that, but sometimes it can feel lonely. It's almost like they were like, this is a desolate game. That's I mean, stranding. it's a terribly, <laughs> terribly depressing game. So maybe it's there to keep you as a companion and make you feel like, because it's desolate. I mean, the shit that's happening, yeah. it's very, um, you know how sometimes, I don't, I'm, I can't think of a movie, but a movie with a, the ending is bad. It's not bad, bad, but ne like The Mist. I loved it. Stephen King's Mist ended oh, and you're God, like, yeah. Like nihilistic oh, almost. Shit. Nihilistic. Yeah. That's that is Plague Tale One and Two. It's nihilistic because you look at Hugo and you're like, I don't think he's making I don't think this kid's making it out of this alive. You know, <laughs> you just you're sort of always knowing. And I think that maybe they know that. And so they're like, let's let's lift it up a little bit. But yeah, if anybody mm -hmm. hasn't played Requiem, uh play it uh with a high power video card though, because that okay. thing dumps <laughs> some FPS pretty severely. <laughs> All right, moving on from there. Anybody else got, so we got some Steam decks. I, mine shipped away. Andy's got one. It's right, right there. Andy's got one right <laughs> next to him. Is yes, it like a VR right next to you where you can touch it, but you still don't use it? Or do you actually use it? It's right there. Do you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, I, I, I dismantled, and this is going to sound super tech, bro. I dismantled my computer connection with my Quest 2 to prepare for the new oculus coming next week oh gotcha okay i, I have to so I'm, I'm an advocate i i can't talk crap unless i have it so yeah exactly that's why i have every <laughs> headset even like some of the more expensive ones reg has got a steam deck really happy with it uh absy you know steam deck no i decided i just bought a ps5 instead i was gonna it was like between that it's like steam you deck, know, ps5 yeah <laughs> price wise it's not the same, the same. far away yeah. um and then silver steam deck no uh that sounded pretty emphatic <laughs> yeah you're not getting one either i i wouldn't really have cause to play it i mean it's not really portable enough for me to have an interest in right. like sort of True. taking it anywhere um yeah. i for other stuff like the small indie games and stuff i have the switch for that uh works well enough so. um 
so so people are listening. If you didn't listen last week, I got a Logitech uh, a G Deck, which is mm. it's an Android device that has all the stuff already set up. One of my issues I had on my Steam Deck was I'm one of the few in this last one, which was the third RMA. This last one wouldn't allow for any GeForce, Xbox, anything to see the controller inputs, no matter how many hacks I did. Sent it to somebody who does Steam Deck here in town. He was like, it's not working, no matter what we do. So I saw the G Deck, and I'm like, I'm going to get it. I can always return it. And I got to tell you, that thing is wicked, except for one thing. First, the speakers are incredible. Incredible. It is so nice. It reminds me of these tablets Reg and I both have, where they have the nice... Oh yeah, good beefy speakers for a tablet. Like this just magic speakers magic. for that side. My Switch, yeah. I can't even hear. I, like half of the time with my the Switch, Switch, it's I'm non-existent, like, bro. Right. Dog. Yeah. This thing is blazing. Bigger, bigger screen than the Steam Deck. Very bright. Instant, by the way. Like, of course, this what's is it Android. running on? Android it's it's a, one of the Snapdragons. You know, it's 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 all for stream, mm. or most of it's for stream. You can play Android games on it. It's an Android mm. device. I can check email. But I gotta tell you, man, I was doing. Um, I have the 3080 version of GeForce, so the 3080 stream, and I was playing Cyberpunk last night, and I was like, we're in the fucking future, man. It wow. was... Streaming very well? Yeah, and Steam... So if people think I'm saying Steam Deck doesn't, I'm not. I'm just saying I've had nothing, nothing but problems with Steam Deck. Um, So this system, getting it, I finally got to test out uh, Xbox, but here's the glory of this thing. Because Xbox still leaves your original screen up, if you have a monitor like I do, I'm able to play handheld and review it because it records my computer screen. Nice. So yeah. I was playing Gotham, laying in bed, reviewing, going, this might be, I might be able to do nothing in my life. Like no movement <laughs> at all. Like Reg and I were talking about being healthy last week. I found a way to level down my health to a point mm. to where I was in bed, feet up, dogs licking my feet, playing this G deck and going like, this is the, this might be the most incredible. All, this is the future those, of laziness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it streams because, of course, the Xbox. I was streaming at that time Xbox to Steam Deck. There's just zero or to G Deck. There's no latency at all. Um, Cyberpunk. I have a really good system set up for streaming. Phenomenal. That system is awesome. It's too expensive, straight up. Too expensive. Too way too expensive. Um. And its its form factor is incredible, except the Steam Deck nailed the two thumbs being really high. My thumb, I get Vulcan hand, and my thumb cramp actually happens on this thing, which also happens on the Switch. Where if I if because the thumb on the right is so far down that it's really it's it's for normal people it's uncomfortable. I just have like mm -hmm. a long thumb digit, I guess, and I end up hitting at lower than my ridge like that's where the thumbstick is on the switch and on this g deck the best thing about the steam deck is normal you know both of your thumbs are way up you're holding at center you're not offset i suppose this is like a ps5 argument versus an xbox because xbox has a asymmetrical right yeah xbox is asymmetrical and i think ps5 is equal for their yep. thumbstick it's like where it sits i'm just gonna hold the controller of where yeah. it sits and when you're holding it I imagine you're probably having the situation where you naturally want to yeah. rest here, yeah. but you're naturally here. Yeah. And, and if it was if, if they had just switched it even just where I guess what you'd say where the A button is. Yep. Right. And yep. it would just be a little bit smaller button to give you that space, it would be a little bit better. Or if there was a spacer to push my palm out, 
like maybe somebody will make it. Sapphire does great switch. Uh, I think Reg and I both have a couple of Sapphire's extenders and stuff. And they work great. Um, but I got to tell you that I'm blown away by the G deck. Super fast. Blazingly this fast. This for switch, which is way more comfortable is than that, the... Uh, oh, that's not Satisfy. Ooh. That's... Uh, that's is that the um, AK? Uh, I don't know. Is it Nake? No, it's not Nakon. There's uh, one with an A, like Aiko or whatever. It's I have no. Thought. It's Hori. It's a Hori. Oh, Hori. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And these these are amazing. Right now, yeah. dude. Hori, <laughs> dude. Look it up. The, the only thing is that you can't. It's only for portable. Like you can't like detach and play them. But Hori, yeah, it's fucking way better than the dude. That other shit would like literally. I would be in pain. If yeah, I the held, thumbsticks, yeah. and I don't know why Steam Deck did it right, but they did. I just, I love the Steam Deck's form factor, but um, it just, again, it wasn't working. And with this thing, man, I playing Cyberpunk on the 3080, you know, on a blade somewhere, I was just like, you know, it, 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 there was something there latency wise, but Cyberpunk isn't like modern warfare, you know, it's right. not requiring those kind of <laughs> skills. So I was playing it, uh, a bright ass picture, super loud speakers, which I got to admit, it sounds so dumb to keep hitting on that, but the requirement and their surround, they're angled out a little bit. So they, they, it's, it's awesome, but wow. Does that have some like good be... low end, like bass from the, it from has the as low end and... as these speakers can get. They cover yeah. up their low end. I think by do like our tablets, Reg and I have aren't low end, but they're, they, they've got four, I think on our tablets. Mm -hmm. This only has two. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not rumbling. It's not rumbling. Some portable subwoofers? Or, yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, um. You buy a subwoofer, like a vest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, I remember those? People, yeah, I used to get those. Yeah. I got to tell people, I'm talking it up. Don't buy it. I mean, it's too expensive. It needs to drop mm. by a hundred. Um, Razor's new one, two, two or three ninety nine. Oh, three ninety nine. That's and it. it yeah. I mean, it's a phone if you wanted to mm -hmm. use it like that. That Nikeo N-Gage. Oh yeah, I remember that shit. <laughs> Just the sideways. <laughs> Talking sideways yeah. on it. So I've been talking sideways on my tablet. It's like, it's like this, yo, hello. Um, but it does Discord and everything, which is pretty crazy to be playing streaming and doing all that. Very good system. Hundred dollars too expensive. It's like the Quest now when they raise the price of the Quest. It mm. comes out of that, of that, of that easy to suggest moment where you're like, mm -hmm. well, now I can't suggest the damn thing because you guys have raised the price. But uh, I did want to give people impressions for that. If for whatever reason you're getting it, I think it's got a really weird position. Uh, it's really for people like me who just um, keep trying with the Steam Deck and keep having all kinds of issues with them. Um, but yeah, very good. And then Pico 4. Are you getting the Pico, Andy? Because you're a VR fan? I am not 100% sure I've done enough research. So Give me the sales pitch because pancake lenses, super thin. Just have it? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> look at that, man. And by the way, you can see, look how close those, there's no depth yeah. to the front. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Instant setup, four minutes, no Facebook account. You have to make a Pico account, but that you can do online or whatever. Okay. Um, it does Windows VR, air, air streaming, you know, virtual desktop. Um, super wide field of view, very high and very wide. So it's 115 and then it's, it's height is much higher than most normal ones. And the clear spot in these, no Frenzel lenses, by the way, they're not Frenzel. So there's no God rays, no nothing. Um, super wide bug eyed kind of FOV. So you can see everything up and down, super comfortable. Three, two Tether, and a half tethered, hour, right? three hour tethered or wireless. Okay. It, it's its own system. You can run around and play contracts. It's got its own store with contractors and a couple other games. Um, but you can do WMR. It, it'll work right with Steam, Steam VR. 
So it'll it just sees itself as a Steam VR. But I got to tell okay. you, man, that system is legit. And the best controllers, other than what Andy's getting, the best controllers so far until the Pro comes out, because they've wrapped the rings so you can touch the controllers together now. The controllers uh -huh. have the rings going vertically instead of in a circle. Now, I talked to Reg about this. The Quest seems to have nailed it. It's got three cameras, no ring. That's obviously better. Um, but this one does finger tracking. It can figure out pressure on the... It does everything the index, I guess, would, if mm. you consider the index. But, dude, it's phenomenal, man. It's It has so many shortcuts. So It does voice inputs. It does everything that like a, a Quest does, um, but looks way better. And yeah, I've been, Count me in. I've been super excited for it. I want to shop on it right now. I want to like, get the pro bro, but that thing's whew. we're selling you a lot of stuff today. Andy. I have been out of the game. <laughs> well, for he's a, a VR fan too. Oh yes. <laughs> I sent him I'm a VR... link one day. I'm like, Hey, this is what I bought. And he's like, what the fuck is this for? He didn't say fuck, but he's like, I gotta what send are you talking you my, about? And I was like, Oh, sound it's system. headset battery <laughs> for the VR. Cause my VR is modded. My quest has mm. cups that take the audio now and put them into your ears. You can buy like 3D printed cups so you don't get the audio straight out. You get it actually like wrapping around your head. I've got my I've got my Quest modded like a bitch. And then if you VR lenses. know how much of a VR fan I am, part of the reason I got LASIK surgery was for VR. These are blue light glasses wow. I have on. I, I do oh, not have a dude, that, right. dude, dude, that is a nerd. I did. <laughs> that is a level. Yeah, I legit got LASIK surgery too. I don't, it wasn't because of VR, but like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, I did get it before VR came out, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm glad I got it." So, so I got a question about Lasix. Yeah. Um, one of my friends got him years ago and was really uncomfortable the next day. In horrendous, he really was uncomfortable. Um, and then it sort of went away. Did you guys have any discomfort after your surgeries? Yeah. So I didn't get like the actual laser. My eyes were too fucked up for Lasix, so they had to do the other thing where they like have to like burn a layer or some shit. Mm -hmm. Um, so for two days after I was like, I couldn't, I had yeah. to like close my eyes. And they gave you artif artificial tears, I'm assuming. Yeah, I couldn't dude. I couldn't, if I open my phone, the light is just way too much. Like okay. I, I had to just sleep for two days. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had a coworker. Oh, oh, silver. No silver. Go ahead. Uh, no, I just, I had a coworker who had LASIK surgery, who had, um, enormous discomfort for like a couple of days and then, uh, had an amazing results as a result of it. Yeah, that's um, what I've heard from some people was um, di that discomfort. Andy? Uh, right after was the discomfort, but they gave you Valium to sleep through it. The oh. next morning, no discomfort, just some fuzziness, things that are expected. It took about two more weeks for my, like out, up front, like six feet in front of me, HD crystal clear. I've never seen that well before. But driving at night distances was like starting to make me alarm. As of this morning, I'm like, I'm starting to see super clear that I keep thinking my glasses are still on. Mm. And I know that it's still right. another two months of upward progression. It's as if I'm still an infant and my eyes are adjusting again, but it's fantastic. Unfortunately, probably in my mid forties, I'm going to have to wear leading glasses, but far better than what I had to experience before. But the discomfort was genuinely only after the surgery about eight hours afterwards. And I kind of woke up in the middle of my long nap and then I was like, Oh, my eyes burn. And then I went back to bed. Woke yeah. up clean. That's yeah. Oh uh, man. The best feeling in the world though, is just waking up in the morning, like just straight up waking up in the morning and just seeing yeah. like just opening your eyes and like, Holy shit. Yeah. But now the issue is like, I like how I look like in glasses and I miss fucking, I miss wearing glasses. Right? So I sometimes do wear like blue light glasses. Um, 
and stuff like that. And uh, I know that I will have to get, you know, reading glasses and shit later on. For Rich, sure. did you have you ever thought about it? Because I know you wear glasses. Have you ever thought about Lasix or anything? Yeah, I've thought about it and have decided to not go for it. Worries or just not to like not the positive net positive? Uh I, I'm not too bothered by my glasses, for one, and uh, as small as the risk may be, it's still a risk. Yeah. And if if of what, you are in the small, if you are in the small percentage that then has uh, like some bleeding light and and shit in your vision for like for the rest of your life, yeah, uh, uh, auras and rings, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I got my when I got my lenses sucked out, I remember that was one of the things I didn't have a choice because I was blind, and he was like, okay, well you can be blind or we can do this but he warned me he was like yeah there's a chance of all and then of course as you get older with fake lenses which is what i have well that would worry yeah, about that, was, that was the next part retinas, i right? am at that age where i can pretty much expect that any year now I, i'm gonna need different classes anyway right so it's definitely yeah. <laughs> i'm glad my right issue moment. i mean i don't want to say that but i'm glad my issue cropped up when i was younger because they were like there's far less issues of you know, some horrible as you get older and man, I can't remember what drug it was, but I remember when I went in, they were like, have you taken this drug in the last nine months? And it was a prescription drug. I think it was for heart valve or something. I'm like, no. And I heard them being like, really, uh, like they were asking it to everybody. And I found out later it's because even nine months later it can cause eye bleeding. And so if they go in and they, it was like, it was almost like it had another licks at the end. Like the sound of it was like, you know, Arctics or something, but they were, yeah, they were like really worried. They were asking every single person, like, have you taken this? And if you have, we cannot. It's almost like when you go to surgery, if you've smoked or had any nicotine now in, in America, at least they're like, you aren't getting surgery. It takes weeks and weeks and they do hair testing to get you in. They're like, we're not letting you in for surgery unless it's an emergency because it it tightens up your blood vessels and they worry about healing. Oh dude, I am. I, so I had, uh, I had my wisdom teeth pulled out yesterday and I had to you're go doing on pretty good full for sedation. having wisdom teeth out yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, and you're yeah, my bottom two. talking to us? Wow. I don't I'm know. Just, they were impacted as well. So I went under full sedation, right? And I thank God I quit weed like months ago because because they asked me, if you smoked weed in the past like two weeks, you, you just you just can't. Oh, gotcha. Okay. You can't do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it must so be like, related. Well, I quit. So hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty. Uh, see, that, go ahead. That's something I've never understood. Like the Because I have all my four wisdom teeth pulled out and that was nothing like i was like that didn't phase me for like a, a day except one of them wouldn't stop bleeding for for a long time yeah i just can't go to gym and that's my biggest issue well for i mean dude you said you had no issues but your mouth bled for days that seems like an issue <laughs> a little true bit but but i mean yeah true. yeah there, yeah <laughs> that's a little yeah. bit of an issue if you're talking well, to someone you're i am <laughs> swollen as well right yeah. here <laughs> you are i did i didn't uh, want to say anything i was like is he gaining water weight did he have some no, salt no, yesterday it's, it's swollen oh, gotcha. yeah. um but uh yeah no i i get you silver I, I have one friend who they get you know pretty severe mouth um surgery and they're they're fine you know it's just i think you hear a yeah, lot I'm of it a, uh, sometimes it just goes bad you know just, yeah, and also, I mean, I'm I'm not the best judge of that sort of thing. You know? Yeah, even my, a dry socket, you know, <laughs> dry socket's pretty pretty bad. Yeah, my wife's yeah. Chinese and just has bad teeth, so they're always fixing cavities. I've never had a cavity. I went in one time for that Dorito incident. When I went in, 
and like they were cutting in. I was like, yeah, this hurts, man. He's like, oh, sorry, forgot the pain meds. I was like, <laughs> Good job, Jesus. yeah, I have, oh my God. I have dentist bills this year for like $15,000 so far. Holy, so, yeah. but yeah. you live in like yeah. uh, the world pays for you land don't you don't they pay for dental no, where you not live? not dental no oh not dental dental is healthcare. not covered no. by yeah dental is not covered a dental yeah and it's expensive all right yeah, well I let have... me ask you a hypothetical you all your teeth fall out and you're bleeding to death do they consider that dental or a, or emergency who fixes you <laughs> do they say hey sorry you bro can, that's in your mouth if, if if you're low income you can apply for grants oh gotcha. to, okay. to cover it while you're dying <laughs> i love that people yeah. listening right now are like this is the tangent podcast it really is but this is why it's fun we're always talking about different That's stuff what happens every time yeah? but um, at, at least here for, for example you get the super basic level for free well with we'll prop you up and wheel you out You'll be able it's to like be the, the, up. the cheapest shit they can put into your teeth Ouch. to fix the holes. That's included. <laughs> but if you want something that you actually want in your body or can accept, yeah, <laughs> that won't poison you, then you have to pay up. So, so you're like coming out of the dentist with like blue keyboard switches <laughs> and shit in your teeth. It's like eh, it's it's what we can afford. Um, yeah, unless unless it's uh, one of the front teeth, there they use the good stuff because it's visible. But as soon as it's uh, a tooth further back, they're like, whatever. Dude, that goes to show you. I say it all the time. Looks matter. <laughs> the world pretends it doesn't. That right there proves looks matter. Yep. You have to even, deal with yes, even, even so far that it's being covered by public health care. That's it's like, crazy. If it's in front, then yes. That's crazy. Um, moving. Do we have any other video game stuff? We did call it game of the year. We There's a uh, Dark Tide. Oh, yeah. Dark Tide impressions. So who played Dark Tide, by the way? I did. I didn't know what you could, and now I'm mad. Okay. <laughs> I it was Absolutely. Go for it. I'm going to grab a pop. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, dude, okay. Start with the good, oh, I, by the I way, guess. Absy, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah I just want to th say thanks a lot for inviting me to the Dark Tide Beta with you. That was a blast. <laughs> no, seriously. I, 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 Omega tears. Omega. Omega tears. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, okay, the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay. Is... all over the place. <laughs> the moment to moment gameplay is like actually rock solid. The gunplay feels terrific. The 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 melee combat is really really fucking good. I mean, going from Vermintide, kind of the same animations, but there's some really cool weapons like the thunder hammer and shit. Um, really good. Uh, the different characters are very different. You know, the the character customization customization really good. You still get the banter between different characters, and it's crazy, dude. When you make your character. It goes through fucking like twenty different options, or like or like twenty different steps of choosing your backstory, where you come from, your heritage, or what country you're coming from. Blah blah. blah that I think all goes into play when you choose your voice and how your characters banner with each other, which is really fucking cool. So all that is awesome. Um, uh, the skills are okay. I didn't play that much, but I heard like because Vermintide had three subclasses for each class and apparently this one doesn't yeah and you have to pay the rest which is kind of weird but uh or pay later but uh the biggest issue the music by the way is amazing it's the fucking techno vikings industrial tech and like crazy shit it's really really fucking cool with some symphony in there um the biggest issue though is <laughs> Uh, this game is not optimized at all. I was running on DLSS on balanced with medium graphics to be able to get like 80 FPS, you know, mm. um, the motherfucker like it needs at power what resolution uh, uh, 1440p. 
the motherfucker needs power, dude. I it's it's either like terribly opt. I have a twenty eighty. You know, not that like not the best card, but I mean, I've been able to run games, especially with DLSS on quality on yeah, high, like right. no problem. But with this one, I mean, it might have been like one culprit, but yeah, it's not it's not that optimized so far. But uh, it's just fun, dude. It's a fun fucking game. Like you just get in there and it's like you get that adrenaline rush and you're fucking mowing through enemies and now there's like ranged enemies and there's cover and they go the AI goes behind cover and, and like there's a lot more to it. Yeah, um, when you and I were playing, well, one of the things I liked. Shut up! <laughs> I would have, man. So, I would have. I didn't. So the Ogrins, Um, when you played yeah. it, did you? Did anybody who was playing? Did did was there ever two Ogrins in the le uh, on your yes. team? So there was, what was I was sidelines like with so, that so many I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a zealot, right? I'm like the preacher guy that is yeah. like uh, pray to the gods and like always like the emperor god or whatever and. uh and I was like this one scrawny little dude, like British guy with like three fucking ogrens on. And yeah, they dude, when you play in their perspective, you're just like towering over everybody and you're just some massive beast, a lot of HP, you run through enemies. It's pretty fucking cool. No friendly yeah. fire. No friendly fire. It it does, it's so stupid. So if you shoot at your friends, uh, they say something, they're like, I'm not the enemy, you know, and they kind of show you that someone's just, but you don't take damage at all. No, isn't there friendly fire on the higher difficulties? No, no, there's no, friendly no. Fire Victor at all, told no. us at least oh, okay. at the time they did not currently plan it because of the Ogrens in particular. Okay, yeah, um, and there's just a lot going on. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's really splash heavy too with some of the abilities that I've read. There's some abilities that are pretty splash heavy, grenades. He, he talked about some of this during the podcast. Well, a lot of it during the podcast. He, he, he was very open about the game and some of the difficulties they had. One of it mm -hmm. was that. Yeah, the guns, though, are cool. They all feel different. Good recoil. Not like fucking Escape from Tarkov recoil, but actual good recoil. They feel good. Popping heads feels good. Melee weapons feel really fucking good. You know, the moment to moments all there. Is the laser rifle uh, in the game? Uh, yes. Lays yes. gun, baby. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, Silver, oh, it's obvious you didn't watch the podcast, but that's okay. I'm not hurt. Um, <laughs> no, sadly not. We, we covered this in the podcast. The lays gun in particular caused them all kinds of issues because lasers just don't have impact or make a sound in that way. Yeah. So they're like, how do we do it? And one of the things they did was they, they worked on the scope. So the scope feels different in the lays gun. It looks like a cathedral, I think he was saying. They did some stuff making it Warhammer, but then they just decided how to make the sounds, you know, and tried to make it really impactful. They they just went the other they, way. They succeeded. I, Dude, uh, oh, sorry, continue. I, the last thing I was going to say was that Victor yeah. said it was very difficult because Warhammer fans are um, opinionated. Anal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, wow. So, dude, okay. the, the Ogrens, man, they have this fucking like shotgun, dude. And when you shoot it, the blast, like it just feels so fucking good. Yeah. Boom. You know what I mean? It's just, oh, man. Yeah. They, they nailed it with the, with the gunplay for sure. Is so, it only four players or is it co is co-op single player? Is it, uh, sorry, it's, I know it's PVE, apologies, but can you play single player with bots yes. as your compositor is or, okay, you can. Okay, got it. Yeah, I didn't try it, but I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah, yeah, because okay. yeah. we even talked to him and he said you can, so like two other players or one other players and then, and then bots, yeah. So my so, question was going to be then, because this is what we asked Victor was, so this isn't, um, ranged vermintide in that way but what are the groups like do they get up close like so skaven i loved them because you would have that dwarf shield and you just be like bang bang and there's just thousands of bad guys 
do they handle it in that way? Do they get up close all the time? Is there a lot of up close? There's, they're mixed, mostly mixed. So, so you'd get like, so in Vermintide, they only, the only ranged characters were like special characters and you do yeah. get ranged special like snipers and, and, and bombers and shit like that. But now there's like, you get the hordes that are just running at you melee, but within the hordes and like elsewhere, you get like those ranged guys, which by the way, they, they shoot you. And if you're running at them with melee weapon, they run away and try to get behind cover or if you get too close they pull out their melee weapon and start start um beating you with it yeah and do you feel the impact like you did in vermintide yes and what in what sense it, vermintide has a stop through. animation where when you hit somebody it like yeah. it 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 catches for a second so yeah. that yes. you know do you have that and the, yeah the impact is there the uh, okay. uh dismemberment is really good it's just you're mowing down you know it feels really good yeah what are With, the factions you're fighting? Is it just chaos or? I'm not a Warhammer person. I have no fucking clue. It's just like <laughs> ugly people that are like kind of zombie. So, <laughs> ugly wow. It became all about looks. Uh, Silver, what Victor did say was that, so you guys are the, you guys are basically prisoners that are hired by the Inquisition to go into the Hive City and clean out various factions. That's, right. that's what I heard that's what he explained to us um but from what i understand they're all gangs at least from what i understand there is it's definitely they're very downtrodden you know? Nurgle necromunda, the, necromunda type necromunda stuff. Yeah. yeah and um nurgle is the number one god they chose nurgle on purpose because of pestilence and uh, yeah, they yeah. wanted some plague you yeah, know that makes a lot of sense. throwers yeah. and grenades with acid and and mutations so those are all in the game so i would say the god part is nurgle psychers are there uh, but it's all seems to be based more about humans uh, or, or and ogrens and stuff. But um, from what I understand, there's no space marines as bad guys. No, no, it, it's imperial. Your imperial guard. Yeah. yeah, they're like enemy ogrens as well and shit. Like, uh, how about bosses in shit. a level? Was there like yeah. a mini boss that you would fight? Uh, or yes, there's some mini bosses, and I we fought like a, uh, I, I I was playing alone, but we fought like a big big boss um and one of the level there's like one of the levels is called like an assassination level or whatever and by the end of it there's like a boss and it was pretty cool like yeah like a shield and like different phases and stuff um and and obviously ads like you know hordes would come at you while fighting the boss good ads like remnant <laughs> fucking remnant no yeah. it's just, yeah you know i mean it's uh <laughs> everyone i feel like must hate me right now they're just like I, fucking this guy ogrens i will say like having one of each class is really good because that's what he said yeah, right didn't he say yes. that that you can you can mess you can do four if you want but that each one has a really good yeah position. they have their spot like ogrens are so good at obviously tanking and being the front line with like different hordes you got the 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 psyker that can pop heads they go like and pop like heads and the the zealot that can just like run really fast and fucking crit someone you know and then you got the the ranger guy that just like shoots heads and shit how yeah, do they so. score so do you, so you can't get there was no for scoreboard because the psych they i think they got rid of it i think someone uh they asked them on discord or whatever why there's no scoreboard at the end and they're like we don't want people to be to be uh toxic to each other or something Dude, i'm actually okay with that yeah, yeah. I, I i didn't like mind it so okay you know? like I, yeah i'm, I I'm also okay with it because it was like it's it was my experience that a lot of the time in a game a game like this like it was in vermintide 2 it can actually hurt team play team play 
Yeah, because it's just a co-op game. Like, why? Because compete? people yeah. people get like really hung up on who got the most kills in that round, not whether we actually just made it through the round, but like, mm. oh, I got the most kills that round, and then then all of a sudden you start focusing on things that might actually detract from from synergizing with the team and helping the yeah. team actually survive when you're going out on your own to just keep amass kills or whatever you're doing to in order to look impressive on the scoreboard. Yeah, it I does play... feel weird at the end when you have the lowest kills, but you feel like you did the most work. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, I'm the one who literally like single handedly <laughs> DPS that boss while you were all stuck behind it. Yeah, or yeah. kills. You're useless, Bob. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, like the guy with the most yeah. kills had like three deaths. You had to revive him all three yeah. times. Reg, yeah, yeah. Reg was uh, sort of hacking that game. Well, he wasn't hacking it, but I remember one time we were talking. I think it was Battlefield. He's like, dude, I don't even try to shoot people. I heal everybody. Like he was yeah. just remember you were just like he was like I found yep. my place and I admit when he told me that I was like because mm -hmm. normally I would heal if somebody needed me Dude, but I was jumping into MP games to, I didn't know how to play and that's what I started doing and it was very to, fun to this day yeah. I, I don't know which battlefield it was maybe it was battlefield five. five it was yeah. five yeah uh, best round ever in any game zero kills zero deaths. Top of the leaderboard, just healing. That's <laughs> Holy awesome. Shit, yeah. See, and, and that's why I like assists as well. I do like if if you're gonna track yeah. track some assists, yeah. track DPS. That's what I loved in four. I'd always like kill people, give them ammo and all that shit. Yeah. Can I stand on a soapbox yeah. for a second about this? Because I don't understand why developers think that we would not happily provide assistance if we're given the role. Like it, yeah. you, how you say, like I don't need the gun if there was a game structured around you stay in this role. You don't need to go get kills or things like that, that we would fulfill those roles. And the only time I've ever seen that in the history of my time playing games was in resistance to co-op mode, where you literally could not go out and get kills. You had a heavy, you had a healer, you had a you had an assault person, and you had someone who was tech. And all you could do was those things. You couldn't just switch things around. Right. And mm -hmm. if we had a co-op dependent system and where games allowed you to say, listen, you can't survive without each other and you can't just automatically do other things that we wouldn't enjoy it. I feel like so many devs. No, I, I love healing in games, dude. I love shit. There's like Foxhole where literally your yeah. role is to bring people supplies. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, obviously be. like shit like Overwatch or WoW where you're like a, a healer or a support character. Yeah. Like Foxhole, the uh, game um, Epsi mentioned, is, re is really, really interesting because that's a game that actually sort of tries to incorporate all elements of the war effort because you have to actually mm. produce an ammunition in that game. Mm -hmm. And then you have to take that ammunition and bring it to the front lines or you have to produce and build like tanks and stuff. And then you have it. So you have to have somebody who gathers the resources and then builds the tanks. And then you have to have a system that gets those tanks to the front lines to push and they the all went on strike, by the way, take, at one point. <laughs> take checkpoints and what and whatnot. Yeah. So you have people who are very dedicated, sort of logistic players who handle sort of the logistic sides of things, and then you have like the infantry mm -hmm. who sort of try and and do and do like the the the, the man to man combat, and you then you have like armored regiments that that sort of do the entire mechanized aspect of the combat, um, and I you have artil artillery regiment as well as what regiments as well. I would um, love to see in that game like. I would love and have no issue being the guy who didn't shoot anybody, but I had the highest 
number of ammo <laughs> clips brought from the back lines to the front lines. Like I would uh -huh. legitimately like try it's... to find how to get there the quickest. Like, oh, if I mm. jump right here, I can get over the fence a little quicker. It's... And pretty soon that's all you're I have no I think that'd be it's, incredible. It's so much fun. Food and rations, right? Like, like yeah. oh, I've got food and things like that. I'm getting back in there. I'm another aspect to healing. I, yeah. I mean, call, call it a Farmville simulator, but I just feel like, yeah. It's also so much yeah. fun just to see how players interact with those systems because early on you had players who just came in to, to sabotage things, of course. So they would like take the trucks and they would just create massive traffic pileups so that nothing could get through to the front line because people just park trucks over the across the road and then they locked out and whatnot. Um, What's funny in Foxhole is that there was, I think there was a bug or an issue in the game for like suppliers or whatever. So all the people in charge of bringing the ammo and doing all that stuff took a strike every single person took a strike from the game they left the oh, infantry weird. with nothing until until the devs patched it out <laughs> um when reg was telling me about this this was back in the brav days i think michelle maltov michelle and you i believe mm. back then when you were playing but that did that caused yeah. me to change my like change my tactic a little bit it was fun i i do think games could do that i think that um it takes a little while and devs are worried yeah. without you being told exactly what it is. And maybe what you do is have a game where you get huge bonuses if that's what you, only what you do. Like, And maybe that's how they do it versus completely locking you out. I don't know. But I think that would be the hardest thing nervous. as a dev. They're that too would, that's the hardest yeah. thing. It's like, how would the community... We, we have this like whole vision of how we want it to happen. And it's like, what the... You know, if you have like roles like this, how how's the community going to react? And what if a healer doesn't show up? First contact. What if yeah. a healer doesn't show? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, your plan goes to shit, right? That's yeah. <laughs> why you see those videos of fucking World of Warcraft, mo uh, you know, guilds going against a boss and somebody will screw up and you hear some dude yelling at him and you're like, what's yeah. he yelling about? There's 8,000 numbers on the screen. I can't tell, but obviously somebody didn't hit their heel right at the perfect time. We were talking you know? about the, to the dark tide dev. It's like, there's, they always have to, there's like a push and pull where, Okay, something sounds fun, but is it viable because everyone's just going to post like a meta what to do? So like something might be fun, but are people actually going to do it? You know, remember I mean? he told us about that one player who broke their game. Yeah. Remember, he's <laughs> like, so. they f it, because he was so good, he was defeating the hardest levels in record time oh, by wow. himself. No yeah. other players. And they were looking at the scores going what the fuck this is he was breaking it he was doing something where it was going so high they were he getting went to weird. level 999 yeah he went to level 999 and, and, and went over and was out. breaking it so they <laughs> yeah. they hired him they paid him to fly they out and they were like yeah. we want you to show us how you're doing everything you're doing so we can figure out how to make sure that expert players continue to get rewarded but also what are we doing wrong and mm. he was that good and i played those guys when that was a beta and they had a player victor played as well as a couple others. And Liam O'Neill used to work at Fat Shark. He was playing and he was that good. It 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 was so embarrassing how bad we played and how good he played. The level of, of skill, we were dead 99% of the time. And he was just healing, killing. He was the elf in Vermintide. And it was ridiculous. It was like to see somebody that skilled and they were telling me that this guy who was playing was 1,000 times as good. It was He was not getting hit. Like in and a game crazy. where how is that humanly like, possible? He was it, that good. Yeah. He wasn't cheating. He, he was it, that. It's crazy right now. Game. The the breadth of skill or the, um, yeah. the breadth of players you have to take into account to yeah. to and if make somebody even knows mechanic, your game and and yeah. that's what they're doing, you know, that's, you have to take all of that into account and like you know what I mean. It's 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 difficult. I feel like um, 
with with those kind of games, I do think also with Call of Duty, strangely enough, Call of Duty leads the charge in. Everybody can do everything, right? Like that's they even if they had classes, it's like nah. Battlefield still does that. But those older World War II games, like uh, Silver Storm, but there's also that Isu or whatever. It's Hanzo. Like yeah. Wow. I was Good awful. reviews. Yeah, Zonzo's <laughs> <that's French> <laughs> got really good reviews. Yeah, and that was like the, the the good battlefield. Is now, it yeah. is it this that looked wrong? Is it, uh, <laughs> is it... <laughs> black black powder? No, black that's powder. another one. Oh, that's another. There's one. another one that's black powder too. Th that one apparently is really fun. It's yeah, like, there's it's like 1700s. Yeah, and, it's very very popular online. And you play as the people. you can play as the Confederacy and shit. Dude, and that's ridiculous. people role play as racists. Yeah, it's fun. Wow. That's wow. that's a little odd. Well, people I role play whatever. I mean, hey, I'm mean, really sure you can find enough people who don't role play that. <laughs> no, but like they're not. Uh, you don't need to look far, do you? Like I no, saw no. a video clip. Like there's like, ugh, how do I be PC? Okay, there's people of color being like role playing as Confederates. Okay. Oh, they were uh, role playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, not just, I like, gotcha. not okay. just a bunch of racist white yeah. people. Yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 not just. <laughs> Because that's the only thing we can be. Define me by define me by that. But yeah. you look at these things which do cover those problematic times, and people will always try to you know stretch. Right? They'll be like, "Hey, I'm going to try this." Like Silver yeah. was saying, "Park my car where I'm not supposed to." You see that in all games. But my personal belief is that a, a dev, you know, you the dev looks at that and goes, "Okay, well, we can't have trucks be able to park in this spot. Whatever. It it will take some time." But I do think. That would be awesome if we saw more games like that, and especially modern games, because even though medics in the military currently squad medics, right? The uh, corpse, uh, no, what the fuck are they called? Um, I can't believe I can't remember this. But in a normal, you know, unit, military unit, there's always one or two people trained on uh, some type of medical training. They're still firing guns, mm -hmm. so it would have to make it would have to be in a world where it really made sense to have them not be able to fire or whatever but there's certainly fictions where you could do it i think it'd be awesome i think it'd be Even great online if online probably be the one that you get close like space like armada yeah. level combat where there's a dreadnought and you've yeah. got support ships and they, like, they, it might work in that world that would right? yeah where that's true like that I mean, might, be, and, and I mean, fantasy would have been nice but don't get me Eve online <laughs> it's on crazy you, you also have all of these like shows and stuff where it's okay like science fiction and stuff just to have one doctor and not have him like train yeah. anyone, right? Yeah. So yeah, when, when the, the doctor dies, yeah, silver, yeah, of like, everything. <laughs> like Battle Battlestar Galactica, you have a fleet oh. of like fifty thousand people, and you have one doctor, one doctor. like Doc Cochran or whatever his yep. name was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he his bedside like, manner that's, was that's, terrible. That's not that's not get him to like train anyone else to be a doctor or anything. Yeah. yeah. And if that's you were an assassin on, on the other team, yeah. you'd just be like, why <laughs> are we Cylons, trying to kill Let's just kill him. Yeah. Let's just kill the doctor. Make him a Cylon, man. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is true. I would like to see more of these because, like I said, when Reg was bringing that up, and then I, I'm not huge into class-based stuff, but I, I, I was getting in my brain like a fantasy game where like you have a sorcerer or a paladin who's like totally protecting people, buffing them, has to talk with the I others and say, that, okay, if you're moving forward, you can't go too far because I can't heal you from a long way. So everybody, I like the voice team. When you really get a team, we did it in Blood, Back for Blood, even though it has nothing classes, I noticed more. I like the verbal where people are like moving forward. All right. I'll go, yeah. I'm going to the right. I, when it gets good, there's something magical 
I don't even know yeah, how to describe it. But I, I might like sound like a pussy, magic. but like you get the sense of dopamine when you help someone do something. Like yeah, when you save like somebody. A, or, yeah, or, or save or, someone or yeah. like give them like an attack boost and see him yeah. pop off. Like there's just other sense of dopamine. You don't always have to be the one killing shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's fun. But yeah, it's, I think a big thing would also make the healers look cool. A lot of it is graphics where somebody's like, when I shoot, it looks cool. There's like, right. you know, and but when I heal, there's a little drone circling the dude's head. Firing, it doesn't look cool. I want to see yeah. like magic users I mean, going like. And more importantly than, than it looking cool, actually giving you an idea of what's going on. Of what's so going you on. Actually, yeah. You actually know, oh, I helped that guy. and not Watch just the blood you... come off of their face, Silver. There, or, there's you know, a... like, yeah. Or, or not, not do something. And then, like, after the game, maybe when you talk to him, you realize, oh, I actually helped you, but I didn't, I couldn't tell during the game. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's actually an indie game on Steam called Mini Healer, where you play as the healer in an MMO group, but single player. And you get all these skills and talent trees and oh, all you shit. do and all you do is heal. all you do is heal your yeah, and like buff your party and you got to do your mechanics and stuff and debuff the boss and that's that's all you do it's uh what's it called healer. again mini, mini healer. healer everybody yeah, yeah, listening if you were just nodding along with us for any of this other stuff that pretty much sounds like they've already made a game about what i'm talking about that would yeah. be awesome i it's love the really idea fun, but like at like a certain level you have to be on adderall dude like you have to be like hey gotta <laughs> heal this guy gotta heal the tank gotta debuff the buzz gotta... anytime i watch yeah. you guys play well not you guys but anybody play uh world of warcraft like mm -hmm. azralin used to play it zoomed out or lucitan oh yeah be like, like eight thousand <laughs> a million buttons yeah. pvp fucking like yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, i'm yeah. like because I played World of Warcraft straight up in mm -hmm. no bars. Same. It was the game. And the game, yeah. And I'm not saying I was Iron Man. I didn't know any better. But I was like, oh, man, this is cool. And then I, the first time I saw somebody zoomed way out, their character's this big. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Like, it's an RTS now. And that's the way they played it. It was like an RTS. It was a completely different style, which is cool that the game can do, you know, can do both. You can, you can um, and wow, you can, like, make it so that you're top down and you can click to move. So you can make it into like a Diablo thing, you know, <laughs> with a mod or now in the game. Oh, no, just in the just ever since I think like what? BC or Wrath. That's yeah, you cool. Can click to move. Yeah, that's cool. I, you know, I stepped out a while because um, like the old Silk Road online. I don't know shit. why, but I, I, oh, yeah. I, I like that idea. Um, What else do we got to cover? I want to make sure that we get through everything. I have a, we go to an indie game. Cover um, the indie game. I'm going to go out about bring my a week ago. Uh day okay. before the birthday of Oscar Wilde, appropriately, uh, because it's called uh, Jennifer Wilde, Unlikely Revolutionaries. It takes place in Paris, France, in 1921. It's a point-and-click adventure game where you play as um, a young woman named Jennifer, sort of a socialite, um, bon vivant, in, um, who's living, living it up in Paris with uh, aspirations of becoming an artist and is being subsidized by her father. Then her father dies in an, an apparent traffic accident, uh, except there turns out there's more to it. And she starts investigating the murder and she gets help because she has clairvoyant abilities. So she sees the ghost of Oscar Wilde, who starts uh, helping her solve her father's murder. And it turns out that uh, her father and Oscar Wilde actually had a love affair. And what the, uh, the game sort of starts going into like... Um, Themes of LGBTQ, um, homosexuality, uh, sort of sh conforming to the norms of society, because uh, like homosexuality in 1921 was not exactly uh, <laughs> probably uh, not. 
not exactly uh, viewed on with with favor favorability. Uh, famously, Oscar Wilde was imprisoned for uh, for having sex with another man uh, for two years in Reading, in England, uh, and then went into exile in France um, until he died in uh, like about two years after he went out of prison. Unfortunately, um, but yeah, it's a it, it's a well written game. I really enjoy the art style, which is. Um, sort of a black and white with a, a clear emphasis on on white bright colors um i think it looks really really pretty uh, music is is pretty good as well um and the writing has been good um like it's it's fairly short it'll run you like three or four hours uh it's about 10 to 12 bucks so if you're looking for a point and click narrative game uh give it give it a look what's it called uh, Jennifer um, Wild, uh, unlikely of revolutionaries. Did you guys and see it's point and click, right? Like a 2D point and click yeah. adventure. And basically, you're uh, one of the interesting things about the game is you don't really pick up stuff into your inventory, you pick up clues. Mm -hmm. So you pick up clues for like a kind of scrapbook and then you sort them in the right order. For oh, the so no moon puzzle stuff. Oh, so not no. like getting like a vacuum cleaner and putting yes. it on your head. No. That exactly, <laughs> exactly. Kind of like uh, like you're, you're, in a way. You, yeah, you, you pick up um, stuff from uh, like conversations with people and stuff, and then you and conversations are handled like you. Your dialogue choices are mm -hmm. selected in the thought bubble, so you're thinking your dialogue choices, oh, which I actually like kind of liked. Dude, and then when you awesome. when you actually say your lines, it comes out with the dialogue bubble. There is no voice acting in the game, but I don't think it really needs it with the the like the graphic novel sort of presentation yeah. to it. Um, you also get like bo the boxes with uh, exposition for like location changes and stuff um, that are kind of neat. Um, Before we move on, is everybody okay with time? I didn't ask. Yeah. I, I know Andy. I know we go for a long time, but that's us. We can always. No, go I'm a in good shorter. shape. I, okay. I'm not uh, bound to some ridiculous, stupid schedule anymore. So I'm happy. <laughs> good. Well, and I, 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 I want to actually ask you in a moment. Please remind me if I don't get because I do have a tendency to forget. It's rare. I rarely forget stuff. Um, I want to make sure. I want to ask you how you got how you jumped from what you were doing to the cooking show. Because people always are wondering, like, how do you stop your job and become a YouTuber? But you have a different thing. I actually <laughs> want to hit on that. Um, but before we do that, when so throughout this entire time of running the Discord and the Patreon and stuff, one thing that we always try to do, we have like a place where you can post your your live, uh, your Xbox Live names and stuff. But one of the things I created recently about in the last six months was called Creation Station. So this is where people can post their videos. And I got to call out Penty here. I don't know if you guys have been watching this, but when I first met Penty, great kid. Penty's like one of the nicest yeah. kids I've ever met. Um, little pudgy on the side. He was always talking about trying to figure out his weight loss. Like this is something he's talked about very openly and he didn't know exactly what to do. And he picked up rock climbing. And I don't know if you guys have seen his videos, but this shit's awesome, man. Like it's it so cool to see him a while ago. He posted a rock climbing one when he had first started and he was like, you know, pretty excited about what he was doing. And then each time, you know, he posts about, I would say once every two weeks or whatever. And I wanted to call that out because you can actually see improvement. And yes, he always defers and he's like, Oh, that's an easy one. I wasn't doing very well or whatever, but he's still climbing up a rock, which about 99.9% .9 of humans cannot do. You ever try to ask a friend to go rock climbing and they're like ripped and you're like, let's go rock climbing. 10 minutes later, they're laying on the ground. Muscles all pumped up. That's me, bro. Rock climbing's I can't do... difficult. 
Yeah, he's I doing can't do it, man. Shit. He's like, it, it's legit. So I wanted to point that out. Also, there's a lot of artists we have in there. And one of them is uh, Gary Freaking Oak, who's using Mid Journey and all that stuff to sort of, he's one of the guys who knows how to talk to Mid Journey with the AI language. He's sort of dialed in. And he's got his own page, Deviant Art page, where you can see all of his stuff as well. So if you guys are following and you're part of the Discord, make sure to go in there because it's not just about videos, which is where some of us will say, hey, here's my review. These are people doing crazy shit. Rogerio's got a bunch of stuff from Mid Journey in there. And then Rust and Big Mac are both 3D artists. And I don't know if you guys have been yeah. seeing that, but they've been posting like in you can see legitimate improvements on where they're like 3D modeling of like a gun and Big then Mac we, as well. Yeah, but that's sorry, that's what I said. Yeah, Rust and Big right. Mac, both of them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing awesome. So I just wanted to point that out because it's sort of cool to see. And then you um also Benjamin who loves his loves his poems and his long diatribes that go on for hours. Him and Silver, Silver one time just told him straight up, he's like, you've lost me, dude. I have no clue what you're talking about. Do you Silver remember that, Silver? Said that? Damn. It was a couple of days ago. Yeah, it was like late at night. They were ba bantering yeah, back and Silver forth. And, and then Benjamin was like, blah, 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 blah. I love him. He just goes off. But um, he, he loves yeah. to rap, loves to write music lyrics. Um, regardless if you're in my Discord, I don't give a shit. If you're in your own Discord, put together a a thing where people can share what they're working on because every time we get together in voice chat and I say, what do you guys do? We find some new insane person who's doing something that's, cr we've talked to like, like we joke about truckers driving across Australia. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, got a lot of truckers, Australian um, truck drivers. We have a lot of doctors and Middle East doctors. In fact, we have, um, Indio oh. vault and his best friend are both Middle East doctors. Well, um, Middle Easterns are either doctors or engineers. So true. Right. That at yeah. least at least that's who seems to be in our group. <laughs> um, but then you even have um, Cobble, who is a home uh, like a contractor. And he'll post pictures of panels of like electrical panels he's put up perfectly. And he takes such interest in like, is it per is the electrical something, by the way, mine would be all canted. Half the house would fall down. But if you guys get a chance, you got your own discord, whatever you got, your friends put something together, man. So you guys can share that stuff because general chat always goes too quick. And I think people miss out on some of the cool stuff that they're doing. So that was it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to pop out those guys, very cool stuff that they're doing. And, uh, sure. it's cool to have discussion about things that aren't just always video games, which is what we're going to jump to next. Cooking. real quick though. No, before that, Oh, <laughs> the peripheral, anybody seen the trailer or the, uh, the, uh, first episode of the peripheral? No, help me out. What remind me what that is? It's. It's probably it's William Gibson who wrote Snow Crash, the cyberpunk stuff. It's okay. probably the best cyberpunk TV show ever. And um, it's coming out. I got to see little little early. It's coming out um, in about four days, I think. And I didn't know if some of you guys were on that list because they were given, you know, the copies were floating around. But basically, the long and short of it is, is a girl lives in rural Alabama as like a small store owner kind of thing, like living her normal life in a trailer park and they have VR. She puts it on and finds out that that is the VR. And she actually lives in a futuristic London and it is. Damn, that sounds good. And that dude, good. the special yeah. effects are straight up Blade Runner, like not in that kind of cyberpunk, but in the crystalline line, like the, the really Clarity defined, yeah, the, the, the defined stuff, or... like there's an automatic chauffeur that's driving these two people who are necking in the back of a, a, a limousine and it tries to kill him. And the fight scene that happens is like, 
I don't know how to, it's, it's, it's perfect. Like it looks real, I guess. And I think that's what I noticed is that there, it's a, a step above man. And it's called the peripheral comes out. Um, it's got Rachel. I think her name's like Rachel Punce or something. I'm, is it's on Netflix like or uh, this, all, this is on Amazon. The Amazon. staff is Chloe Grace more, more Rachel Punce, Chloe Grace, Rachel Punce, pretty close. Right. I was pretty Jesus. I'm Very off close. with the names today. Yeah. If you guys get a chance, check that out. I'm a huge cyberpunk fan. Four days. Yeah. And uh, yeah, four, I, I think four or five days. But that nice. thing. Oh, and the book is good. So it's I'm super excited. I'm a cyberpunk no, fan. So anything uh, today, at least on <gasps> this. On <gasps> here. Yeah, I see. You, I see. Oh. Watch episode one on Amazon yeah. Prime. Right. Oh, oh shit. hell yeah. Let's oh, go. Shit. So I'm yeah. telling you guys, though watch party dude i'm such a i'm, I, I'm hard hard cyberpunk is i love soft cyberpunk too in any cyberpunk but this is like hard-edged because it's right. him he's a higher yeah gibson technical yeah. yeah harder technical level and stuff but anyway long story short that was it now let's talk about cooking so i never asked you how did you decide hey man i'm doing pr i'm talking to these you know fatty nerdy gamers let's make them fatter by cooking for them whatever <laughs> possessed you to make a cooking twitch show and how did you if you can tell us like what were some of the steps that were involved with that the truth is i have always tried to utilize food in the last 10 years that i've been working with content creators and uh, and folks in marketing as a way to talk to you because what happens is I get stuck in this middle ground where I can't talk about this because of the game I'm working on. I can't talk about this, but I can talk about waffles all day. And it's yeah. free to kind of be able to say, hey, it's all right. No Food waffle NDA. No, none. At least only once in my life. There has been one. <laughs> no way. Shut up. No way, dude. It's, it's a long story. <laughs> At the end of the day, I can come to the table and speak with you folks and break bread. We could easily just go. We could have this exact same conversation at a bar or at my table and make you food. And we're all going to have it. And it's always been this constant. There's also a lot of similarities to how you're working in restaurants and in hospitality to how you work in games. A lot of us have horror stories and a lot of us have really good camaraderie stories crunch. <laughs> from from crunch to abuse to lack of knowledge yeah. to the end of the day feels when oh my god how the hell we pull that off right yeah i you know a yeah. lot of peers has said something that i, I love for a really said. bad service yeah. yeah right like we've gone through a small hell at the end of the day the fact that a game gets made at all is equivalent to how does this restaurant even function, right? right. It all yeah. there's some places out there. It's like, it is a system, but how most of you survive more than four years is a small miracle. The reason why I utilize the food that I make in the world of gaming is because it's easy to speak that language. So the cookbooks that I'm writing right now are gaming related, but not like I'm not theming it after Sonic the Hedgehog, Chili Dogs and things like that. <laughs> it is you're somebody who's going to be playing games with some friends, whether it's this kind of group in a online party or a LAN or a co-op. These are all recipes for you. And it's not just video games. It's tabletop. It's uh, board games. It's that's smart games. as fuck, dude. Yeah. So it's like here's a simple recipe for noodles in a jar. Here's your wow snacks. Right. Yeah. yeah my cool. pancakes are on a stick. All those recipes. Nice. The way I got here Wait, was purely because stop. I what, pancakes on a stick. That's yeah, genius. It's, like, it's Hell not yeah. just a skewer. It's a skewer pancakes dipping sauce. Bop. Get back in there. Bop. Nice. Get in there. You just made me gain <laughs> forty pounds. I've never even thought of this. Okay, sorry. Continue. Continue. I'm, I got to write that down. I've never even. Make, thought of I it. bet you as any money you can make them just as fast as you would regular pancakes. Use a muffin tin. 
boom, nice. you're done. But the idea is find some commonality with food and be able to kind of share up, uh, share experiences. However, the cooking show itself came from, I've known folks for years. I've talked to you guys for about a year now, but I haven't had the opportunity to really learn your stories. And all of these content creators, interviews and things that have gone on is, how do you feel about esports? And how do you feel about this game? And yeah. game, 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 game. And I was like, you know, you're real people at the end of the day. You and so many folks forget that. So I figured, give me an opportunity to be able to ask you real questions about you, ask real background information about what matters to it's you. It's like comedians and, in cars getting coffee, right? But but with cooking. Yeah, except they're yeah. much funnier than I ever will be. <laughs> you know? And the meals that I make for them are all centered around your background. Oh, that's at the cool. end of the day, I am currently not working. I'm going to be looking for work in, the, uh, in a little bit, but I really wanted to focus in on this because it was important to make sure that if I have a chance to listen to folks who put their lifeblood into this industry, I better get it right. And there's certain guests that I want on the show that couldn't do it schedule wise. But, you know, Reggie, if you're if you're listening, I want you <laughs> on my show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Reggie is somebody who you know he's a Haitian man like I am, who worked for Nintendo longer than anyone else I ever did. I'm somebody who looked to him as a mentor. He's got more going on. He's got a book touring, but I'm sure that I could find a way to be able to serve him a dish that he'd be able to comfortably tell stories that no one else knows about him. Yeah. That's what matters. So really I am at this stage of my life where if I have more chances to cook for folks and just bring you back down to the level of eating at a dinner table, it demystifies so many aspects of our industry. So if you have a chance to recognize that, hey, listen, there's some really hard truths to this industry. There's some real great parts to it. I am a real individual that's you know behind the Twitter handle, behind the YouTube page. I'm somebody who actually has a life behind it. And you can learn that story by sitting at the table. It does matter to a lot of the folks who've been watching. So that's how I got here at the end of the day. And this show runs until November. And the Crown Channel has is the ones who've been, they put it all up for me. They have made me look amazing. Them and Hyper RPG are the folks who put it up. They make me look great. Because I am not, <laughs> I, I feel like, yes, I'm a strong chef, but I am nowhere near as good as most of the folks that I've served in my life lifetime but the fact is they make it so it's so easy to be able to get from a to b through an entire two-hour segment and make my food look outstanding because i screw up all the time all the time and at the end of the day if i am going to keep going down this road i haven't decided to go full-time with it i'm just i'm having fun with it and when it's over it's over i don't really mind but i'll be looking for work in the future but it is related to what's next in the industry i'm really tired of the same old same old Does yeah that makes sense right like yeah, everyone's yeah. Yes. been doing the same crap for the last like five years and i'm like just give me a chance to do what's next and what matters to people like yourselves and i want to be at the forefront of that program i want to be the one that actually listened and really took it to the next level and didn't have to wait for some suit to be like well what's it getting me in return it's like f all of you <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. I, I want it to be something that actually has substance so yeah, that's break where the pr right walls now. down you know good god yeah that's a good way to do it like with cooking is just break that fucking pr wall down Oh, it's an intimate setting inherently. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. Um, when it when it comes to November, I'm assuming you guys will talk, or you'll you'll look at doing. Are you going to continue in some form, even if you are getting work back in the industry? I will take a small break as a holiday, and I just moved into a new house. And after that, I just don't know. But I'm happy. I don't know. Like the I don't know is a very comfortable. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'll get my cookbooks done. I have some fun projects that I am 
getting together with some PC groups. We're building something on the you ever seen pimp right pimp my ride oh dude oh, we, yeah. we, we yeah, reference dude. it 24 7 exhibit We're, i put an X, xbox in your xbox so you can play let's you just play. say i'm doing that for a pc right now and oh, nice. I, I cannot wait to see what that looks put like a PS2 just, in the, in the i'm trunk, no i'm though. assuming he's putting a griddle on top of it you can cook on top of a 40 set 49 what happened to that kfc sure. console dude shit the kfc console screw oh, you kfc i was dead serious about that console i don't know what's Damn. up I was dead serious. I'm gonna put money down. That was a good but ass yeah. idea, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I, I'm I'm gonna have some fun for a little bit, and then if I do anything else, I feel like you folks will be the first to know. But yeah, oh, it yeah. is just about making sure that this show in uh, and the show is called uh, Mixed Plate. By the way, I should have said that at the very top. But uh, you'll be once that's done, and I put my, all my effort into it. It's fantastic. And then I'll work on my next cookbook. The next cookbook I can tell you, the cookbook is called In Game Menu. So I'm going to work on that. And again, it's part That's two. That's a really clever series. title. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And uh, hopefully I can make you guys some food someday. I, we're all over the planet, but I mean. <laughs> it, it, it used to be called the International Podcast for a reason. I've changed the name like 45 times. Um, <laughs> when it comes to this, would you be happy if this paid equivalent to a, a PC job for a company or what? Uh, I'm sorry, a PR job for a company. Would you be, would you stay doing the cooking thing? Or are you actually, uh, you're a gamer and a cooker. Are you more towards the gaming for the major cooking stuff on the side? And I made a vow to never try to make money off of food again. Because after what the industry, the food industry did to me, after everything I had gone on. Oh, yeah. And okay, gotcha. I was just like, this needs to stay fun. It needs to yeah. stay loose. Right. And the, I can have so much more fun having no real risk associated with it. Like, hey, if we tried it and it broke, cool. It just happened. We move on. And anytime I put any of my livelihood on the line with food is when all of the passion went Bro, away. cooking in the kitchen yeah. fucked me, man. It no fucked stakes. my desire. No to, stakes. To, yeah. Exactly, Silver. Like you, you know what I mean. Like you guys all know. I would rather I, I could go down the path of a classic YouTube reviewer and grind through that and be okay, and still go home at the end of the day and like make a meal and still be happier doing that. Yeah. So if I keep, I got to keep the money out of it. it. Is my goal. You know what's weird, and I don't know why, and I hope it never goes away. Um, but I was doing a personal podcast a couple of days ago, and somebody had asked me if making my passion had uh, ruined it or something making my passion like my business reviewing and admittedly yeah. I got forced into it because I got laid off but I got to tell you like dude my in curiosity for games knows no bounds and that is not hyperbole a couple days ago I realized I had like 19 books about games I had like 37 tabs open and I had two games playing at the same time so I could compare them and I was like holy shit and then when I went to bed, I was reading a book about programming and I was like, okay, I'm lucky <laughs> for right now. It's not causing an issue. Mm -hmm. But one thing I did change recently in the last like six months is I've looked at the review scape and I can see forward and see that it's in bad shape. Yeah. And to give you an example, I've seen people putting up reviews, including myself, 300, 400, 500 to a million views, getting less than four or 5,000 subscribers a month. And that's everybody. And yep. the reason why is because it's not just Game Pass. It's that there's a lot of chaff out there. There's a lot of, there's, there's thousands of reviews. There's Game Pass, which causes some people to say, eh, I don't need to see a review. There's, there's just burnout on seeing the same stuff. And I'm looking towards change, not changing. I'll never go away. I'll still do reviews, but like the AI reviews and stuff like that, changing it up and looking at doing 
like even the podcasts, that kind of stuff. But podcasts are even defunct. We talked about this when we went away from YouTube to this. I was like, I need to change some stuff because everybody's got a podcast. That's not, you know, and I'm not X. I'm not calling anybody out. This is the only example I have. I'm not X IGN. I don't have 10 X IGN people with thousands of people on Twitter. It's me. I'm the only creator, which I wanted because I didn't want a bunch of creators because they talk a certain way. And I'm not saying they, I would do it too. But you get a bunch of creators there, I'll start talking about review codes. And I'm like, fuck, dude, no. I want. I don't want to talk about review. Like, let's talk about food or games or some stupid, dumb story when you were a kid. Yeah, the industry is going a certain way. And I, I'm glad you're seeing the next thing because that's what I'm looking at is like, I mean, I've been huge lately going like I never did editors before. I started doing an editor. I switched off of that, went back to and started using Absy for editing because I was like, I got to if if somebody's doing that, maybe I can do a different type of video. And it pisses people off. But there's other stuff out there that I think um, the entire game industry, PR, how it's covered, it's all changing. And I don't think it's changing for the better in many ways. I think there's some ways to improve it, but it's going to take small groups. Like nobody's going to be able to stand up and be like, I'm changing everything alone. It doesn't work like that. You know, Rosa Parks fixed buses, but that's, you can't do that in games. There's not one person who's going to be able to stand up and say, we all need to go a certain, nobody's going to march with them because they know if they do it the old way, they'll still make money. There's And so like you looking at a certain future and saying, I, I need to change stuff. That's that's what I'm doing too. And I think that the smart people are because I got to tell you, dude, I'm seeing it. Like I track that shit religiously and I can see yeah. drop off is huge. And I'm not saying well, it's just me. I mean, I'm looking at people who I'm brand new even and I'm looking at views. Go For example, in the old days, I would have one video get 15,000 subscribers and yeah. I've watched that peter off and it's not because they've got worse or better. It's because there's been more. That's the way it should be. And that's, I, I think, what we can all see. But the way everything's given to us has changed. And it's instant now. It's uh, it, it's also people have million-dollar productions. You said you're, these guys doing your food show make you look nice, make your food look nice, blah, blah, blah. I've seen people spending. Dude, I had somebody a couple days ago said, I want to start a channel. I'm getting a red camera. Do you know how much red cameras are? It's fucking, they're th- tens of thousands of dollars. And I want to start a patron. And I'm like, but you don't have anything. You are there. You don't have an offering to say you should join my patron. What do you mean? You're starting, but they're starting with such influxes of cash that that's also raised the bar. So you're almost like getting almost like politics. You're getting very low effort, very high effort, and everybody else is getting sort of dropped to the wayside. And that's in games come the same way. Triple A is it triple A or is it indie? How much are you charging? Everything's getting categorized and easily referenced. It's like, okay, I can categorize this as this. And if it's anything else, it's unacceptable. Like we talked about with 30 FPS, it's like, that's unacceptable at this point. And there all this conversation sort of boiling up. I think games are in trouble, dude, when it comes to coverage comes to truth. When it comes, I talked about this cause I was bitching to you this morning, but it's like some of the stuff I'm seeing behind the scenes. I saw some egotistical people being like, Hey man, you know, we covered these games on previews. We didn't get review code. How dare you? And I'm like, dude, you're not owed a fucking code. What, yeah. what world do you live in where you owed? I mean, it would be nice if you did work, you know, there, but you didn't. Like that's, it happens. Um, but I want to shout out somebody else and I feel so bad. I was going to do a deal with him. He was a great guy. One of the best creators of gaming. What's to the side gaming adjacent. Gaming adjacent. And that's Psy from Psy Acoustics, which I believe in your background. Oh, yes. 
yeah, are those your those are his panels yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so people know what these are these are sound absorbent panels but what Cy does is he put you you got games so list me off what games you got halo oh, street fighter so yeah mario oh devil may cry that's not photo pancakes um that's um sorry castlevania, castlevania. Actually, uh, yeah oh, that's yeah. actually a custom piece of work and that's master chief in front of me is Virgil from Devil May Cry because nice. that's my favorite character of all time. Oh, hell yeah. And I have Oddworld Soulstorm, actually, art that the uh, production team had given me. And there's a, another custom piece of Pokemon artwork in my daughter's room. Yeah, so the people... You have a daughter? You have a daughter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I thought I you am... were like 22. No, I am. <laughs> you don't have to tell me your age. I no. legitimately thought you were 25, 20. I mean, I'm you can't, the, you can have a daughter at 25. I'm, just... I'm the older side of the industry. I'm not 40, but I am not 30. I am not 20. I am not 40. Oh, but, wow. um, essentially, yeah, I, I, I'm actually very protective of my daughter because I, okay. I've yeah. worked in, in the industry a long time, but also once you even have a, a moderate following i feel like people don't understand what boundaries are oh my partner and i have been very particular about how we share online content she's only two but if you i think this is our personal stances a lot of folks who run these companies don't even allow their own kids to utilize the tools that they they make yeah i feel like if i have taken away her options to be able to be seen online to share her content or her photos or videos with a platform that can do whatever with it i have now taken away the ability to teach her or whatever kids we have in the future about how to manage their online persona yeah. and online content yeah. so it's just like this is going to be a tough road for any parent because just like tv and radio they didn't know other parents didn't know how to control it no our parents didn't know how to teach us about social media so i work in this business and i need to go cool when you're old enough to understand what this is here's all your photos it is now your decision to make on how those are shared or if they're shared at all. But I'm not gonna yeah. take that from you. No matter how much I wanna share it, I'll share it with family, share it with friends privately. But you know, I'm not posting you everywhere. Yeah, for... you don't want somebody being known mm. as Nicolas Cage's kid. Thank like you. that's and, and that's so, the thing is you don't you Eminem's don't daughter, that's she has a you podcast don't want to do that to I have somebody um in my life who sometimes tweets and connects me and I I don't think I ever have because I'm just like I don't want you being known as that. Like that's mm-hmm. just, it's just a disaster. But real quick, I just want to uh, shout him out. Sciacoustics, right? Dot com, I believe is, is his yeah, is address, it? right? Yeah. Um, if anybody gets a chance. So what these are is they're acoustic panels sucking up your acoustic sound. Um, they're very high quality and not actually super expensive. It's just, I have to watch every bit of budget I have. I have one that the Borderlands guys gave me, uh, nice. Tiny Tina. Mm-hmm. the D one and guys i'm telling you man like the print quality this isn't like walmart canvas prints like that's not what they are they're like super highfalutin um super nice yeah psyacoustics.com so if you guys get a ch- i've never shouted them out before and that's P- a bunch. psy P-S-Y. by the way yeah. yeah i even named my dog after him by the way um <laughs> i did i like the name psy and i was like when, my, when we got the new dogs i was like um he, but he does awesome work and you can get these shipped to you you can have and it has a ton of different artwork customs look to be allowed or maybe that was just andy doing that um no he, you can you can literally make a request you can put a family photo up there if you want to any art that you choose you just have to have a high enough quality photo yeah and uh and these do suck up really good audio i've tested them in two different rooms i've got um the tiny tina one and i got i bought one it's a different company and it's actually funny enough a worse quality uh it's uh I can't even remember the because I put it away. Oh, it was a Reaper uh, from uh, Mass Effect. 
But um, yeah, so anyway, if you guys get a chance, check out his uh, his website. He does awesome stuff and is incredibly personable. Like, I, I we just never got to do an actual deal together because of me being a penny pincher. But I'm always <laughs> like, I, I could put a blanket on the wall. That'll suck up some sound. <laughs> My wife looks at our house and is just like, Jesus, man. What a nerd. Um, I've seen what folks put into their uh, recording studios, and I've heard the same thing. I just want it to be sound better. If you think my audio quality is good and I don't have any reverb or other pieces like that, it's because I'm outfitted, but I don't know how good my audio is. You would know better, but I feel like those investments make a big difference, right? Yeah, they well, they do, dude. Uh, go listen to my old reviews. <laughs> bad do you know what it was there's a cardboard box with a yeti that i would put stick my head into and it had foam around it i'd be like sup everybody this is carrick it was awesome had to buy a bunch of stuff to replace it it took a long time a lot of, and we'd be on the podcast recording every different podcast sounded different because you'd slightly move something or i'd put a towel down to soak up sound no lie those actually work by the way put a little fabric in front of you to remove reverb but yeah i'm low rent I've seen people spend 10, 15 grand on a home studio for YouTube. And I'm just like, don't got that, baby. If I had 10 or 15 grand, I'd be driving another car right now. Um, what else do we got to talk about? Let's talk about food. So I made the best roast ever. Let me destroy Andy's sensibilities completely. Let me tell you about this roast. Randomly, I got a roast, 28 bucks. I don't know if that's, it was about three pounds. Big old roast. I've never cooked a roast, but it looked good. And I was hungry. So I had nothing to cook it in at all. So here's what I did. How do you have it, nothing to cook it in? Because I am a pork rinds with some cheese, block of cheese kind of guy. Pepperoni sticks, that's my meals. At all least right. your Christmas gift is easier now. Yeah. Anyway. So listen to, listen to this, Andy, because I'm telling you, this was a good, this was awesome. Yeah. I got, I had uh, onion soup. So I mixed onions. Dude, do just let me get through this. Cause the moment I say this, people are gonna be like, what the fuck? I got onion no, soup. I'm with you so far. And I got top <clears throat> I got top ramen seasoning. I opened up three things of top ramen. I took the seasoning out. I mixed it with the onion soup and I fucking okay. sat that thing for two hours in it and I cooked it. And I'm telling you, bro, that is the best goddamn roast I've ever had in my life. I I I did the thing where I and it was perfect, flaked. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, well, all. top ramen. I'm like, whenever I, I I'm cheap, man. I had no <laughs> I had no seasoning. I had salt and pepper, and I'm like, but oh, all crap. you're doing is taking all top ramen is is garlic powder, onion powder, parsley, salt, pepper, touch paprika. You've just taken four so I, steps out of the process. There we go. You memorized you memorized it all. You know it. Yeah, he did memorize. Do you know? Did you see his flex on me right there? Yeah, I'm like, like top ramen. Couldn't I'll remember the flex. And he's like, well, I'll raise you one. Mm. I'll raise you one. You know, the packets of ranch dressing that was, it was very TikTok famous. Someone goes, there's no way it works. You know, packets of ranch. Yeah. Right. Go toss that in your roast next time. See what happens. Really? What happens? All it is, is the dried versions of those same ingredients. And you're seasoning the exact same way. You're oh, just removing shit. steps. Oh, I don't turn my nose up at, at, at steps like at that. Steps I just like go. That. I like tomato paste is just ground tomatoes blended and then bound with yeah, flour. Right. That's right. it. Right. Yeah. So when I go from that, from that perspective, I go, Oh, I just need to thicken this up. You're not crazy at all. So when you said onion soup and I'm like, cool, that's the seven ingredients that requires to make onion soup. He skipped a few steps. Yeah. Go off, dude. Yeah, go dude. Off. It was, that sounds it, delicious. it was, it, it is, it is a, my dogs love it too, because it was way too big for me. Like the thing was huge. <laughs> and nice my wife's not a meat eater too much, you know? So she, she, she had it, she loved it, but it was like, Dude, I ate that thing was God. I want some onion soup. Did you know the French onion soup and like, the bread? 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Of, in like a bread bowl. We have bread bowls, bowls, bread bowls, yeah. So, I, I, but good. then listen to, listen to my, the worst meal ever. So I had no, <laughs> I had no normal, <laughs> I had, <laughs> I had no normal cheese. <laughs> Why is he cackling? <laughs> because I had no normal cheese and I'm a cheese eater. And what do you mean dude, normal cheese? Nor, like I like Colby and I'll slice it up, put it on pork rinds because I don't like Doritos. And so I okay. eat nachos using pork rinds. Like that's a good Atkins thing. No carbs. Nice. No carbs. But I had no cheese. But the, <laughs> there was grated cheese and blue cheese dressing. <laughs> Put this on there and I microwaved it. Now, remember, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking results. You microwaved it. It was horrible, dude. Yeah, I yeah, grabbed I it and it looked, <laughs> it looked for, because I love blue cheese, but I forgot blue cheese is good in moderation. Not mm -hmm. covered. And so I covered these things and I oh, did this thing no. where I scooped it up. And I'm a person who it's like, if I don't die from it, I'll eat it. Fuck that. I took a bite of it. And I got to tell you, Parmesan cheese does not mix with anything that's not spaghetti based for me. And it was terrible. It was the worst. I had two and it, one was the morning was the roast. And then that night I was like, I'm going to make some. <laughs> I'm going to mix it. It was the it was such a dichotomy of a day. My wife and I laughed for hours. She's like, that smells so bad. And I'm like, yeah, but it's. It's blue cheese and grated cheese. <laughs> it was fucking horrible, dude. It was the first time where I was like, I'm not eating. Dogs wouldn't eat it. First time I've ever seen my dogs go. Jesus. No, man. Pork I'm, rinds, I'm blue back cheese, parmesan. And, and parmesan. And that was it. Melted. Melted. In the microwave. I put it in a microwave, this, which was probably even worse. That was the mistake. <laughs> yeah. The mistake was it, the yeah. microwave. It was yeah. nasty. Let's, let's just say this was a basket and, and chopped, right? and you had anything else in the world, I would just tell you to make a grilled cheese sandwich. So like crust the bread with the pork rinds, yeah, tossing right. your blue cheese which works cheeses, well, and then go that route. You'd have a far better result. Yeah. You know it was, what I mean? It, it goes just, to show you that- call me in those times of-, of, of <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is how we know games are hard to make. All the elements are there, but if you microwave them wrong, you get a bad yeah. game. Right? It's like a chemical compound. I had, the, like... I had a bad, has anybody else had a really bad, like a bad, experience with cooking or a like a terrible experience where you're like this is legitimately nasty or has anybody oh, had course. somebody make them something where they're like tr you try have you ever tried to pretend you like something i did with ginger chicken my wife chinese loves ginger i did on a date, date once when a girl like cooked me food and i was like yeah what'd she cook you good just like uh salmon on quinoa but like everything <gasps> was off the quinoa was way too uh mushy so what'd like you do man did you did you choke it down i fucking i fucking ate it man i just i drank wine with it i just kind of like washed it down i, I wanted to, i wanted to get laid that night <laughs> <laughs> the honesty. i knew it was coming yeah it was, it, was it was for sure there it's like sometimes it's like you jump on that grenade you're like i gotta you take, take a loss team, man dude. gotta take yeah, gotta anybody else had it, any reg you cook a lot have you True, ever... but I, I I don't experiment like that. Oh. So the worst food I can think of uh, is uh, was a vegan restaurant in Germany we went to, and they had like that really dry vegan pizza and oh. some hemp beer to go with it, and it was just yeah. The, wait, this is kind of tangential, dude. Wait, this is kind of tangential, but. Holy fuck, I went and I tried. I've never done this in my life, but I ordered a vegan burger and it was quinoa and black bean. And it was one of the best burgers I've ever fucking eaten in my life. Yeah, dude. black it was bean so burgers. Good. We, we do black bean quinoa well. burger. Holy shit. Dude, quinoa? It was so good. It's uh it's like a it's like rice, but as protein. It's like oh, a, okay. I eat a and lot. so they it's smashed like it into kinda. like a, a 
patty. I guess they like, made it with shape. like then, yeah, yeah, they made it with like black bean and stuff, and it was like a patty. It was like toppings and stuff in the bread. It was just amazing. Andy, honestly. in all your experiments, have you ever made something you were generally depressed by? <laughs> I just want to quickly say I'm learning so much about you right now. <laughs> but uh I have, all of it negative. All of it negative. It, it's a dish that actually I made for my ex, which was a food writer. Had no idea what the hell I was thinking there. And I don't I always wonder if she'll see this content one day because your ex was a food writer. Oh yeah. Um oh god. It was a, it was a scary time. And uh, the truth is I, I was under the gun and I essentially didn't have the right tools, but I was trying to make eggplant parmesan lasagna mm -hmm. and i had none of the right tools the, the the butternut squash was wrong the eggplant was too thick i didn't season things correctly roasted it wrong didn't have enough oil i just screwed the whole thing up and i remember sending her home with it knowing this might be how she dumps me yeah, yeah. It might have been the and then writes about you <laughs> well yeah i mean yeah i mean there's probably some blog out there about me but i feel like that was probably the very word it came out like black purple and um oh. gold Right, Ooh. like it was very weird. That's like something they need on Star Trek, right? They call it. Well, it should have been compressed into a brick and then just carried around, and oh. then it's like ration. It was the worst thing yeah. I ever made, and I think it was probably like the beginning to my. It might have been the villain, the villain origin story at that point in time. If I just realized, I will never make. <laughs> I will never accept anyone's like lie about food. Yeah. You can read someone's face. I go, I know exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> you be honest. So you cannot lie to me. It's a waste of my time. Just let me make it again. It's, yeah. There's no reason to lie about anybody with their food. Just be like, hey, you could do this, this, and this. It's the person who can't take the feedback. That's the problem. Yeah. But yes, right. that was the worst meal I ever made anyone. And I've not, I don't think I've made eggplant since. <laughs> you're just Am like uh, oh well, scratch that no more oh my god <laughs> i love there's a lot of arabic eggplant based dishes that are amazing my mom cooks i have no idea how to how to do it but it's I eggplants. just don't like I love eggplants. Come by and see your mom. I, I, no, 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 no. It's okay. Seriously, <laughs> whenever she visits. No, no, no. I'm serious, dude. You're invited. It's okay. It came that out almost wrong. Took a, that came out wrong. I'm so sorry. I, I'm Silver, please recover. <laughs> please just recover this conversation. Yeah, I did want to ask Silver, what's the worst thing? Because I think you ate those uh, brined fish, right? That, no, uh, no, 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 the, no. The, 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 the or whatever. No, it's never, called. never. You've never had Close that. Coming. No, yeah. no, never going to. No, good. Man. I'm not Swedish, so I'm, I'm excused. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's the worst thing the you've ever had? Fermented fish. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, the worst thing I've ever had. I mean, I can tell you the food I hate the most. What's that? Is, um, when whenever I go because here they. They really love to sl slather sandwiches in mayonnaise. Oh, and what the f and very often it's pointless because there's already like one sauce. There's already like one sauce on it. Mm -hmm. So all the mayonnaise really does is it just soaks the bread oh, even further. Yeah, I got you. So you take you take the sandwich and the bread is just completely crumbling because there's so much wet moisture from the mayonnaise oh. that it just sort of falls apart in your hands. And I find that completely and utterly disgusting, but it's just ubiquitous here. Like every single, you cannot buy a sandwich by default without it being sort of slathered with mayonnaise, like drown, drowning burgers and, and sandwiches, the sauce. I hate it. Like it's yeah. just there to sort of peak the flavor for me. Um, it's not there to, to soak through the, the bread and just, you know. 
Um, oh God, I had I had cow brain once. It was nasty. Yeah, cow dude. brain's nasty. I've had tongue too. It was disgusting. Tongue is, yeah. yeah, ox um, tongue. Yeah. You Here's had the bad tongue. And now, dude, you only eat tongue <laughs> if you're if you have no money and the cow is already dead, and you're like, well, we'll eat its tongue. I I think a lot of foods people eat is they had it when they were starving. No one died, and so people pretend it's a culinary thing. That's just the difference between me and you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. But I mean that that is how fermented fish became. Th of course it is. Sweetened, right? But a couple. Uh, you had to have my, food to stay through the winter, so you fermented it, and then mm, it just became part of the diet. My uh first of many ex-fiancés her parents were lawyers and her mother liked to make these amazing sandwiches amazing sandwiches well i didn't know they were amazing but people i found out later because i pissed everybody off she made these amazing sandwiches which took hours and they were like you know gr all grilled and shit and i walked in where there's about 40 people there and they're all like millionaires and i'm there like sup everybody already socially inept because I just didn't give a shit about those type of people. They were all very nice, but I was like, I'm not going to change for you. You know, you're a young kid. You're like, I don't need to change. So I go in there. They got these sandwiches out and they put them on the plate. And the first thing I do is I take all the bread off and I just fucking mow into the center of the sandwich with like the meat and the cheese. And that's it. Bread laid off to the side. And Gloria, God bless her. She made a joke. She's like, don't like bread, huh? And I was like, no. And then I found out later, this was like one of those gourmet breads that like you ship in from some fucking alien race that was like, you know, $70 <laughs> per pound and it's bread. So it doesn't weigh shit. And I was just mowing that. And I remember looking up and everybody's at this long dinner table and everybody's looking at me like I had murdered a child in front of them. And I'm like, huh. so anyway, <laughs> when we were fighting a couple days ago, and these are people who are like, well, technically politics this is geopolitical. And I'm like, fuck you guys, man. Let's talk about fight. It was it was a bad experience all around. It was one of those one of those times when you don't really pick up on the social vibe. I think we've all right. had it. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I, 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 I just, when it comes to that kind of stuff, when it comes to food, I don't want to eat something that sucks. I'll, Have you ever I'll, had like a I'll dish that, a and, dish so and bad? And yet you made the blue cheese thing. Well, yeah, there's Again, no defense. times of desperation. Times, <laughs> there was no defense. That there man was, no was in a dark place for a few minutes. I was, oh, dude, dish. I was in a dark place because, uh, do you know, this is no lie. This is going to out me. I felt genuinely bad I'd wasted pork rinds. <laughs> Oh, no. Because I like spiced pork rinds, Anything and I have a very particular rinds. brand I buy. And I like them, and now I had ruined them, and I was I was trying to wipe off the blue. Yeah, right. anyway, it was pretty. It was, yeah, it was a depressive time. What were we going to say, Abzi? <laughs> no, I was just saying, have you ever had, like, a dish so terrible with, like, a particular sauce that was at the forefront that just made you Ginger hate stuff. that sauce forever? Like, never, ever want to eat anything with that associated with Ginger, that I just don't like. I, I just don't like that. I don't know. Something about, it makes me gag like there was like a that's the only one i was like very very young and me and my friend wanted to make like butter popcorn and we were really young and stupid how do you fuck right? that up now i need to know dude we made pop normal popcorn but we wanted some extra zest to it so we added thousand island dressing oh, to the popcorn God. and all i remember is my friend's hands going in and like oh my mushing God. It up with the that's gonna make island. me puke that's gross so, until this day, I cannot have any Thousand Island dressing oh, on anything. Yeah, that is disgusting, man. That yeah. is that's worse. I'm sorry, Thousand Island is gross already. <laughs> but the idea of yeah. popcorn in Thousand Island, that is it's, wrong. It ruined it for me forever. <laughs> do, you, man. do you guys ever have family members make you stuff? My mom, when we go yeah. elk hunting, she used to make me popcorn balls, where you get a popcorn ball and you like put sugar or caramel on it. And then you wrap it in cellophane. You give it to, it's like colored cellophane. It's like a Christmas thing, I think. She would wrap it and you would, we'd be out there hunting. I love that. It always felt like home 
Like that was the the one I remember thing she always made. As as a kid, like one of my favorite dishes my maternal grandmother would make would be like um often for like breakfast or stuff with some like warm milk with uh, like biscuits broken up into the warm milk mm -hmm. and then cinnamon sort of oh dude yes i know Ooh. what you're, are these white biscuits yeah i mean that yeah light light biscuits I like guess you light biscuits. I, i'm not sure what you what you call them in america but yeah just basic biscuits yeah with cinnamon and sugar or just cinnamon just cinnamon yeah warm milk oh, and biscuits good. is good I, I like i like that cinnamon stuff i also like oatmeal though like with cinnamon and, and sugar right. just yeah. i don't know why it's such a nasty the syrup like soup like protein soup not protein carb soup what about you reg yeah. your mom and dad make you anything are they known for anything known like is there mm. something that your mom makes like a meatloaf pizza uh apple Ooh. apple strudel i guess i would go Ooh. for oh shit your mom or your dad? Dish, yeah. who's the cooker that's not an easy dish so she yeah, can throw it out yeah. oh is it not easy is apple no. strudel not easy oh what what is it like just the timing time the timing for all the cooking getting everything just right or reg go ahead because i, I want to hear what you think <laughs> he doesn't know he has if, no if you clue. look at strudel i can see you can fail in strudel several times that's why i'm it's like okay she oh. pulled it off without a hitch oh yeah interesting. So, so, so every time really Christmas, yeah. Thanksgiving kind of meal? Is this something that she uh, No, we, we, every time the, our apple trees are like ready, then it's a oh, ton of cute. apples to Just use up. Fresh, nice. Damn, you got apple trees like in your backyard? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, I want to see. You need to send me a picture. That's of, such like, a European house. thing, right? It is, yeah. Like, yeah. go pick up we the apples from We had crab them. apples, but they weren't, they're not very good for. No, we we, we have it's it's very seasonal. So mm. uh, we also have a lot of tomatoes in in the in the garden. So when it's tomato time, then harvesting time, then there's a lot of tomato sauce and sliced tomatoes with mozzarella or stuff like that. Oh. So using up the oh. tomatoes, or Damn, then some highfalutin it's, stuff. It's apple apple time, etc. So yeah. Does anybody else have a garden where they live? So silver lives in apartments. Nice. Right? You're making one. Yeah, we do have like plants um on the like balcony outside though. Oh, uh, gotcha. And Andy, like you were I'm, saying I'm you have growing... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Reg. I'm I'm growing my own chilies now uh the second years. Uh so I have my own chili plants that I then dry and grind up so in my own uh, chili. Uh, have you guys ever well, Matt. Oh my goodness. Have you ever, have you guys ever had cactus fruit? I've never you guys ever, dude? It's so fucking good. I've never met anyone else who hasn't had it. Who has had I've it? I've had milk. Because uh, just like milk. Because like in Syria, every summer there's like uh there's like people would like go around this circle and serve cactus fruit, and you just eat it with the seeds and everything, and it's phenomenal. You sure that wasn't peyote, dude? No, it's cactus fruit, <laughs> man. <laughs> so is cactus, cactus, is cactus yeah. fruit from a cactus tree? And then, or I is it a, no... a particular plant that's just called a cactus plant? No, it's like a cactus, and I think there's like these balls that come out of it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like spiky. <laughs> no, right. Best description ever. Go it's ahead, like, Andy. They swing in the wind. That's how you know they're ripe. How do you know your cactus balls are ripe? Well, they start to really stretch. They get real when they're really you old. You have to squeeze them, and you have to well, squeeze well, them. Well, if they're too low, they're already too yeah, they're too low. <laughs> they're too ripe they're too anyway andy what were you gonna say that was actually intelligent this might make it worse so you have to assess <laughs> this is gonna be so 
much worse now. <laughs> so essentially, cactus plants have what you'd say a flap that comes a off, sack. and you're able to break them <laughs> off, right? It's a bit of a sack. Then you yeah. peel them, right? And yes. they have what you call spiny exteriors. You peel them off, and you can fry it the way you would a chayote, or kind of like it, it's like a dark cucumber. If what I would fuck a chayote, please. God damn it. Uh, so chayote is a, a green type of plant that's about the size of a large avocado and oh. that's peeled and essentially boiled. It has like a potato like texture, oh, but okay. it's far slimier. It's a kind of like not slimy. That's not the word, but it's got more texture, a little bit more fiber going on in there. Mm. And that's a fantastic, I would say, um, Central American dish. So oh, like okay. using cactus and chayote and things like that. Yeah, pretty, pretty accurate. I would say if you want to cook cactus really well after peeling it, fire roasted olive oil salt and pepper and cooking it hard is actually a pretty good way to go but pickled cactus is fantastic as well Wait, is it different than I'm, well, I'm talking about like it's like fruit it's like sweet and you just eat it fresh uh yeah you were talking with about two different seeds. things because we talked about cactus itself being eaten versus oh, cactus fruit, fruit. Okay, yeah okay, okay that's okay. what i was wondering that's what i was wondering it's, if it's they called were, sabata yeah. in arabic i don't yeah, know cactus fruit is like a yeah. bright red purple it's a bright red fruit, bright yellow yeah that the plant that it grows off of the actual cactus piece you yeah. can eat that as well. You can peel it. Oh, so it's like okay. you got it's kind of like a like fennel, right? You can cut mm-hmm. it, like fennel or leeks or onions. You can do both. Right, I don't know right, if right. you guys have them. Um, I don't know if they're see, where they are even grown or anything for silver and reg where they are. But my favorite fruit in the fucking world. My grandmother would give me these and give me a paper sack and I would watch Bonanza. And it was a pomegranate. I love right. the puzzle. I called it the puzzle fruit because to eat that mm-hmm. damn thing, you have to peel it mm-hmm. perfectly and pull each seed out. Oh, and each pull little thing. Oh yeah, I my love God. Those. And yeah, my, yeah, I would yeah. go to visit my grandma and, and grandpa and they were super yeah. rich. They didn't give a shit. I'm just joking. They loved me, but like I was a yeah. young kid. They didn't know how to that's, handle that's, me. That's one of they those give fruits me that where you feel like you're expending more energy than you're getting. Absolutely. My dad would always joke about that. He's like, my dad would come in after a hard day of work and he's like, where's the bananas? And I'd be like, well, we got pomegranate. He's like, I don't want that. I want something I can just peel and eat. And I'm like, well, and you have your brown bag for the seeds. And it's a messy. Uh, I love pomegranate juice, though. There's something about pomegranates in particular. I've, I've been I just love those intricate, different kind of fruits. There's another fruit that we just talked about that tastes a little bit like ice cream um, in South America. One of my friends was telling me about he travels all over the world and he had this fruit where he's like, it's got a little bit of a creamy texture when you when you pop it open. And I can't remember the name of it. And um is he said, I don't remember, but he said it actually has a strawberry taste almost. So when you eat it, it's a little bit like eating a warmer ice cream, like an ice cream that's melted a little bit, but it's like a strawberry kind of flavor, very sweet kind of flavor. And I always want to try that. I like fruits. I, had, I just, we don't have a lot here. I had, um, when I was in Italy here this year, um, I went to um, an, an, a lemon orchard in, in outside of Amalfi, uh, where they have, good. they grow like it's one of, one of the largest orchards for uh, the Amalfi lemons and the Amalfi lemons are sort of world renowned They're They used to be called like the, the gold of Amalfi. Um, they're not anymore because no, no, now you can no longer sort of subsist just on making, on growing lemons. Um, you used to be able to, you can't anymore, but they're amazing. Like they're, they're, they're hardly like sour. There isn't a lot of sourness to them at all. They're, they're in fact, so that you can actually bite into an Amalfi lemon. Through and, the rind, like, you mean? Take, yeah, through the rind, and like the rind is like the best part, like because that's where all the vitamins are 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 basically in the in in the rind, and you can basically bite through the rind and everything, and just eat the entire lemon um, without 
like <laughs> puckering up. Um, right, dude. Lemon, like you would with a lemon, are with so ordinary good. lemon. Dude, I used to just oh, put yeah. salt on lemon. And That's just what like, I do yeah, all the time. Yeah. All the yeah. time, lemons. Uh, uh, Reg and I were joking around because like he'd be drinking like lemon water, or whatever, and I have the oh, concentrate, yeah. and I'll yeah. just be like, so what's up? <laughs> yeah. It's all and lemonade. I, it's I, a literal lemon. Yeah. Oh no, lo not lemonade, man. I like yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that like, where your back, your jaw hurts because yeah. your glands are like, what's Acidic. going on? You uh, know? I see. Oh, yeah, love yeah. that. If I may, the next time you folks happen to grill a steak, pork chop, chicken, do whatever, mm -hmm. take a lemon or a lime, cut it in half, right as your item is about to finish up, toss that lemon on the grill, flesh side down, like mm -hmm. grill your lemon, you get like three times the amount of juice and it tastes delicious. Like the oh, grilled weird. lemon nice. on top of it. I'll try that. Try it out. I do it with mm -hmm. every single protein I do just to have that acid. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, very vegetables nice. as well. Yeah, dude, cool. I'm I'm such a lemon fan, man. I don't like limes, but lemon, I don't know. I know that I think we were talking about this. I think it's a German thing though, to eat the lemon with the salt. I think we talked about this before Is and it? I tracked it down. Yeah. Where you sprinkle salt right on the lemon and cut yeah, it in and half and eat, eat it by like, yeah. like a bowl. I, I know that uh, always with tequila. Uh, that people around yeah. here do that. Yeah. 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 My grandmother taught me that. And I remember she was like, this is bad for your teeth. And I was like, fuck teeth. You know, when you're young, you don't care. <laughs> I didn't screw up anything. I mean, my teeth are fine, but uh, yeah, lemon juice is like, I, I, there's something about that. I never thought about putting it on a barbecue or a grill. Hmm. So you get the so you and you're eating the lemon. You're not squeezing it on the steak. No, no, you're, you're just squeezing the it, lemon. Right? It's, like it's you, meant to be like extra juice, but it's kind of like basting like, it on there or something. Like uh, base. Once it's over, like mm -hmm. let's say you finish your chicken or your steak. Either you've grilled it, it's dark on that side, mm -hmm. rest it, and then once you're ready to eat, pour that lemon. You'll be shocked how much juice comes out, but it's like grilled lemon flavor on top of your protein. <laughs> nice. Okay. About Andy watching me grill and his idea, <laughs> watching me and just going like, what the fuck is this dude doing? I'll just throw it on until everything's just charred. And I'm like, good, steak. Hold it up. Oh, man, it. I cooked the best I, piece of steak. I don't like week. raw, man. I, it's, oh, it my disgusts God. me. It just medium rare, just medium rare, perfectly wow. just. You're just talking bite. like really pink. No, like, it's it's kind of pink. Yeah, it's pink in the middle, um, but it's not like it's not like rare. It's not red. But when I when you pink. eat it, do you have to do that thing where you're like a monster? No, in no, the back no. It, it, chewing the, on a child or no? You, you like... bite. The bite is very nice. It's like soft. Oh, okay. It's not right. chewy. My mom would know? eat cottage cheese and Ugh. steak and the blood from the steak. She liked it rare. Yeah. rare and so the cottage cheese would be pink that's true and she'd be in the back and she'd be like let's fucking have some cottage yeah just i like used to scarred back me. in my like super gym not days i used to just eat it blue like just cook it really fast and just kind of <laughs> another ex-fiance's mom would eat raw hamburger and i'd be like dude you got tapeworms and fucking pinworms Oof. just running around inside your body she she didn't but well, she's dead, yeah. so maybe she did. Um, Damn. As <laughs> we wrap this left, up, let's wrap all this up yeah. all yes. the way back to Final Fantasy 15 and their food items in Final Fantasy oh, 15. I got to bring fitting, up... Final Fantasy 16 just got the best trailer. Yeah. I oh, just want to bring up that, that Final Anyways. Fantasy 15 is one of the first games I've ever, ever played where I was legitimately attracted to the food in that game. Yeah, mm -hmm. they did really high definition pictures. If you guys remember, and they were yeah. Oh, yeah. like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, and they had like I remember, it, I think it was a fish or something, but I remember seeing it, and I don't like you know, grew up. My dad worked at a fish plant, so I don't ever want to eat fish again. But it was the first time where I saw it, and I was like, wow, that actually looks really good. And I remember thinking to myself, some games can't get anything right. Final Fantasy 15 got everything right and had high definition food. 
and it goes to show you like what when a developer like wants to do every element and it's a big deal in final fantasy obviously the food stuffs and the upgrades that's like a big thing so they're gonna treat it like that but it's crazy when you see a developer put that much time into something i remember being genuinely impressed like by what i was seeing when they were all sitting around the campfire because i like those campfire moments xenoblade 3 did it tremendous as even well. they do in the later yakuza's and judgment too they have yeah, those oh, really dude, nice the pictures, stores dude. in yakuza when i remember the first yeah. time because i was late to yakuza because i was a shenmue fan yakuza was a traitorous fucking <laughs> like yeah. and and then i found out later no it was 10 There's times better behind me as well yeah, yeah. you walk in yeah. and i remember yeah. like the graphics in uh i think it was um zero maybe zero but i remember going inside a rest or inside one of the uh, stores the convenience stores and my brain just being like this looks real yeah the sushi and all that stuff yeah so even judgment those even games, actually yeah. and it's actually how i learned a lot about japanese cooking because oh, yeah? i was just like i need to get better they and in the final fantasy documentaries if you ever go find some of those those like those featurettes they talk about being able to take away the tropes from cook video game food instead of making it a large turkey in a wall and then this energy drink or this lettuce to go why don't we just yeah. put the effort and make folks invested in the food and yeah. therefore they'll actually engage with the content right yeah because remember those stats that you got from certain foods and certain dishes if you caught a certain item and got that meat and then went back and had the chef cook it wow that's amazing yeah. you invested the time it was a great way to cross it over yeah yeah it was yeah. awesome it was awesome do we have anything else before we wrap this sucker up no, but i was just gonna say yeah, i guess taught so. people a lot of stuff like Maj i learned mahjong from yakuza i learned uh wow uh, the japanese chess <laughs> from yakuza go it's a lot go a yeah one. go go yeah. yeah i have one thing to say and the last thing i'll close on and it's about a game release and it's confusing Okay. Did anybody know that Tales from the Borderlands came out today? Yeah, and only because oh, I got a code two days ago. I agree. Oh. Stealth. Do you know what else was stealth, though? Mario. Oh, yeah, Mario Rabbids came out. No one knew about Mario. Did you see the video review numbers on that? It was like IGN did like 100,000. Wait, did you like it more than the other, the first Sparks one? Sparks of Hope is fucking sweet. Yeah? Good? Sweet. Okay. It's fucking nice. legit. Dude, Mario... Yeah. It, R Rabbids, man, those games are genius, and every developer needs to call up another developer right now and say, let's work together. <laughs> okay. Ubisoft and Nintendo coming out and saying, you know what, let's put everything aside, all the stupid, let's take all, some fun stuff from us and some fun stuff from you. And Nintendo, you know, they those guys are so high all the time. I never trust them. I never <laughs> trust Nintendo. Yeah. They, genius level game. Mario rabbits and sparks of hope genius level and they are stealth released the views didn't do well the seo on them was less than 200 searches an hour that's a stealth release that's it's yeah. nuts and tails like andy said nuts their seo that i was looking at was like 350 and that was the moment they announced it it's Damn. you think with the movie as well like i don't know a little bit but yeah did you see uh, the mario movie uh film the mario oh movie. you're right i didn't yeah, I did a good trailer. Also, I, although Mario sounded too much like Chris Pratt, and, and as Andy said, Tails <laughs> is a tale. Tails is yeah. sad because it's um considered one of the, a lot of people like it as a tale. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan, but a lot of people love that as a Telltale game. And hmm. yeah, I don't know, man. I, I these stealth these titles, it's almost it's. I'm not gonna say they're thrown. I hate to say that they're not thrown out to die, but it is questionable. I, 
I can follow your line mm. of thinking there. Yeah. Well, look at Scorn. Yeah. Scorn could have done a Halloween release. I'm not saying it would have done better, but it would have been fixed into Halloween. Good eight years for that freaking five-hour game. <laughs> streamers would have played it, and now because it wasn't great and it also isn't during Halloween, that game's not going to be the game people are playing. Like bad release times but i don't it goes back to marketing strategy yeah and i have to I, I again i'm not i'm no longer anywhere but i go i look at some marketing plans and i'm like what are you thinking right like what are you thinking the god of war embargo is up on the third is that right november 3rd right got the code this week if not last week right yeah i would kill i would literally commit violence to make sure i always had that kind of lead time on every single game i was working on yeah because then you get everyone the respect in November, two of the games, uh, Gungrave Gore and Evil West, are coming out at the exact same time. I know. And can't wait to play those games. Badass games. Love them. To Evil death. West it, looks cool. Right? Like, totally my jam. And I'm like, no one said a word about them since, since Gamescom. And I'm like, I don't know what is up with that world. And you're letting these games go out. And we're never going to get the sequels because it underperformed or it wasn't a priority. And I'm just like, I mean come on now you know what i mean like people are going to spend dollars they're not just going to buy god of war i just feel like i'm annoyed with it when you see these games that are definitely special trying to break conventions trying new shit and then here we are completely ignoring them i mean i'm, I'm going to pick up my bs5 for god of war so. well and i will say evil west did i got spectacular preview numbers on that i was i was surprised because i don't do a lot of previews and i got mm -hmm. really good numbers on that and i know a lot of people are interested but it reminds me of strange brigade where there was talk about it prior and then when it came out it was like there's this it's some pr companies dude they ju i just don't know what's going on like even i will look and go uh now admittedly they can't talk to each other but two days ago i had like three or four embargoes in the same three hour period and i was like man i wish these guys would call each other up and go are your is your review embargo at 8 a.m on this day i mean i i did that Oh, did you? Well, okay. I we have our secret Illuminati where it's just like, hey, um, you got anything going on this day? Because that's a bigger day. And I would like often try to at least share information to be like, hey, listen, we're on top of each other. We should talk. You know what I mean? Like, yep. and by the way, now helping you or me. And with YouTube, you can't even release three videos in the same 24 hour period or they refuse to now notify uh, subscribers. Yeah. And I got hit by that and didn't even know multiple times. I was like, why is this underperforming? even worse than like YouTube's and issues. If you're a manager and you're not thinking about that. Yep. Again, you're one more step behind. You got to be thinking about those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think one thing I do have to hats off to Capcom for being completely oblivious to everything in the world and consistently <laughs> thinking their games underperform. We, we've talked about this multiple times. You were talking about underperformers and I saw Capcom's expectations one time for Dragon's Dogma. And I was like, in what world would Dragon's Dogma <laughs> yeah. sell that many? Like, you are on purpose saying it would sell that many so that you don't have to fund something. And I'm not saying that's true. No, I'm saying not my... just that, but like for shareholders, so that, oh, yeah, what we've got in the U Square Enix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worst, greatest, most awesome, normal people I've worked with. Worst. Uh, handling of PR for the Western devs I've ever seen as Square Enix. I've been legitimately shocked at how things went, and it was definitely not the people I was working with. So I want to make sure that that's clear. It was obviously above them. But I'm like, what are we doing? Why is this on this? And I would email back and be like, well, can we do this? Nope. Just be like, dude, you guys are screwed, man. This is the worst time. Or they don't know who's handling something. It doesn't happen that way because they got rid of all their Western developers. Embracer, 
despite all my worries, Embracer's doing quite well with a lot of that. And, and they not perfect, but there's been a couple times where, you know, working with some PR people, I'm like, okay, I get it. Some of some are terrible, but that's life, right? We always have to deal with that stuff. We always have to deal with the shitbird. People listening this long had to deal with me for three fucking hours and they got all the way here, probably just to listen to Andy. But hey, who gives a shit? We Lies. got to this point. So I want to say thanks to everybody. You, you guys will be seeing Andy more often uh, as he's able to come. We've invited him, Always made it completely open you, for every Friday for him. Um, and let's see what else. Johnny's not here, so we don't have to worry about what Johnny's streaming. From me, you will see a review for God of War. And that's Tales. We'll talk about next Friday. I promise those guys uh, because I got the review code at a weird time. And uh, that's it. Do we have anything else before we wrap this up? Is that it? That's all you're working on? Not I, No Resident Evil Village DLC? Uh, fuck no, man. I was not a huge <laughs> fan of Resident Evil Village at got all. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And a DLC is very... I love doing DLC reviews if I stayed with a game. But because I wasn't a fan, you know... It was like I stayed with Phoenix Rising for all their DLC, uh, uh, that Ubisoft mm. game, because I yep, really yep, enjoyed yep, that. Yep. That, but yeah, yeah, not. Uh, I'm maybe. guessing uh, uh, Platinum didn't take care of you for Bayonetta. We're working, good. But it's like <laughs> okay. we don't have a lot. To, what is it? Twenty another coming out so. soon. Yeah, twenty. Week. Uh, oh, what the? Yeah. Oh my god! So and that's games. another issue because Bayonetta. They're probably a little tentative about all that stuff, too. I don't do those kind of videos, you know, but they got to mm. watch out for now who's got it because there's yeah. a lot of people who will cover a game in a review and you'll start listening and all of a sudden it'll turn political. I've seen people do Ubisoft and Activision reviews where I'm like, this is not a review of the game. This is a review of the company. Like, yeah, all you're doing yeah. is spending. Or Ubi especially Ubisoft. Ubisoft like, is bad. Ubi yeah. Dude, there was somewhere I was just like, yeah, you probably shouldn't call this a review. You're of the not game. even talking about the game content at that point. You're just talking about how bad Ubisoft as a company yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, which I get. You know, you can have your hatreds, and if you've got this far, you probably have a hatred to me. But regardless of that, if you like the videos here, give a thumbs up. Tweet us if you dislike them. Make sure to also give a thumbs up and subscribe. If you absolutely hate my stuff, make sure to subscribe. Just make sure to subscribe, yeah. no matter what. That'll be it for us. You guys will see us next Friday. We might do a. Who knows? I might do a bonus podcast. We, I'm always trying to look for content. Um, and that's it. Peace out, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Take Bye. care.